Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. Neil, call 560560 toll free for David Brown. 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM Beasley Read Acquisitions. Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Ray Whitney has a pair. Ray Whitney has a pair. Ray Whitney has a pair. It's not Avion. It's no Perrier. It's not even tap water. <laughs> oh, tastes like piss. It is. The new bottled water that tastes like piss because it is urine for a treat. The new bottled piss water. The next time you want to quench your thirst, take a piss. Piss water from Kidney Bottling Company, Golden Shower, Colorado. It's bu- 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 All right. A very old friend named Bobby Day. Cause he was telling everyone in town all the love that he just found and the reason of his latest friend. He talked and talked, and I heard him say that she had the longest, blackest hair, the prettiest green eyes in his wear, and the reason of his latest friend. I wished him luck and then he said goodbye. He was gone, but still his words kept returning. What else was there for me to do with Christ? Would you believe that yesterday this girl was in my arms and swore to me she had been my eternity as the reason and Suckers, man. They really uh, fell for that crap yesterday. Elvis was the king, baby. Oh! I love Elvis. Elvis was God. Oh! Elvis wasn't just great looking. He was pretty is what he was. Oh! Pretty good. He's okay. So anyway, I found this at home. How do you like that? With the disc in it. Oh! In the jewel case, which uh, I also found several other, by the way, oldies of discs. I mean, oldies uh, jewel cases yesterday at home. And I opened them up, and I was all excited to get ready to play some of that stuff, and uh, no disc inside. Takes us back to good old W.I.B. Oh! is what it does. And those are the light-fingered assholes over there that stole so many of my great CDs. But nevertheless, Elvis is dead, and there's not too much we can do about it. And Joe DiMaggio, well, we'll get to that later. 
I just want to tell you right now, I don't want to, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because the American public is exhausted. I'm just going to tell you that there are many of us, I think a majority, maybe like 70% of the people in this country, including some who don't have an IQ larger than their thumbnail, who know that this is nothing more than an exercise on the way, on the road to a right-wing lynching is what this is all about. It's a lynch mob. And why they're, I mean, MSNBC loves it and CNN loves it because it kills a lot of good time and it gets a lot of extra people tuning in, I guess, so they say. But all this exercise with this House Judiciary Committee hearings that's been going on for days and weeks and on end, on infinitum, this is all an exercise. There's nobody paying any attention to anything that anybody is saying. It's all done for the team. It's like those guys that get up in a house, you know, they make those speeches at the end of the day in an empty chamber, and all they're doing is pandering the people watching on television on C-SPAN, those 85 old ladies that are watching. And that's what this is. It's just a goddamn exercise on the way to a lynch mob. This is one of the great disgraces in the history of this country. And let me ask you something. How is it possible that they were really paying any attention or listening to the testimony yesterday when both sides had already printed up uh, their stuff? The Republicans had drafted their four articles of impeachment in those big uh, books, printed up God only knows how many days ago, actually. And then the Democrats were releasing their uh, censure appeal, like, oh, please just slap us on the wrist, et cetera, and so on, and make this go away, which, of course, is what everybody wants. See, did they learn from the election? No. Did they learn from the polls? No. Did they learn from the fact that they heard nothing, no new evidence? No. The only new evidence we heard was from Judge Starr. That was the only new evidence that he found no evidence linking the president or his wife to uh, Filegate and Watergate and Gategate and the Whitewatergate and all these other gates, okay, Travelgate, which he conveniently left out of his 50-billion-page referral to the committee, but nevertheless... That was the only new thing that we learned during these days on it, ad infinitum, on and on and pop, pop, pop. And now all of a sudden, we're, uh, what, what has changed? What has changed? Has anything changed here? No. Did we already know that he covered up this affair? There's nothing new going on here. But all of a sudden what happened is that they decided to play hard ass. They're pissed off about the, that election not coming out the way they thought. They're pissed off about the Newtmeister having to like a skulk off into the woodwork somewhere. And didn't we hear in the beginning on that very first day, you remember that day when Henry Hyde and John Conyers sat side by side with that sanctimonious bullcrap and lied through their teeth about how this was going to be totally nonpartisan and they were going to do this uh, their best to make this? See, this is the difference between Watergate and this. There is no nonpartisanship here. And the votes on, on all of this stuff will be strictly along party lines. And you'll notice that when the, uh, this goes to the full house, which obviously it will, they're talking about trying to sway some of the moderate Republicans to try to avoid a trial in the Senate. And let me tell you this right now. What is a trial in the Senate going to accomplish where they need two-thirds to remove a president from office? A two-thirds vote. It's 55-45 Republican senators in the Senate. That means they need 67, which means they would need 12 Democrats and every Republican to vote for impeachment. Is there any chance that's going to happen? No. No. So they're continuing to waste more millions of dollars, continuing to avoid dealing with the real things that go on in this country and in the world, and dragging us through another right-wing exercise. Because the right-wingers are on a, in a feeding frenzy. They're out of control. They're out of their minds. They're lunatics. They're maniacs. He had an affair. Everybody knows the stain on the dress. We've heard all the gory details. It's been on the Internet. It's been inside your rectum. rectum. Even if you don't want to know about it, newspapers, newscasts, everybody in the goddamn world knows about it. Does anybody care? No. Seventy percent. Every poll, in fact, his popularity ratings have gone up steadily. Seventy percent now. Who say enough of this crap. 
But evidently, Henry Hyde and his cohorts, they love crap. That's right. They're full of crap. That's all they know is crap. Right. And so you're not fooling us, okay, you right-wing Nazis. You're not fooling us. That Bob Barr, like I said, the little mustache should be the giveaway, okay? I'm not saying everybody's got a little mustache is a Nazi, but uh, only most. Especially when they start combing their hair, you know, down over one side of the forehead. That should be a real giveaway. But, hey, we don't want to dwell on that, do we? Uh-huh. Not more than two or three hours. I want to dwell on the real scandal, okay? And, you know, yeah, again, it's amazing. Thank God for me. Thank God for... Oh, God. Because if it weren't for me, there'd be nowhere you could turn. No one of these people at the hockey game last night are coming up and just licking me all over every part of my body, including my fat. That's right. You won't get any of the truth in this town. You read the goddamn newspapers, the articles by David J. Neal and Michael Russo, who are a <laughs> laughable pair at best, and just parrots for whatever the organization tells them to print. One little, there's one little thing. One moment, please. Where is it? David J. Schwoll in the Herald, he's got one little tiny thing in here about what really went on last night. Forgetting about the game itself and the embarrassment of blowing a 4 nothing lead and then having, uh, thank God, Svela make a great pass and Whitney a great goal there at the end to win the game because otherwise a tie or a loss would have really been embarrassing and humiliating. But just one little paragraph. Michael Russo evidently didn't even, wasn't there maybe, okay? Wrote the article, but he wasn't there because he's just a parrot anyway and writes whatever they tell him to write, so he didn't need to be there. But in the middle of this article, uh, Panthers find power. Only superlatives can be used to describe the turbulence in the Panthers 6-5 went over visiting Ottawa, et cetera, and so on. And in the middle of the article, David J. Neal writes, adding to the augmented drama of the evening was the clock stopping and starting when it darn well pleased, climaxed by a blaring game-closing horn with 14 minutes left in the third period. That's all he writes about it. I've got plenty to say about it, okay? And what you've given us, Wayne, for $200 million that the Broward County put up for you, is a piece of turd is what you put up for it. Crap. That's what it is. Four goals in a five-minute period on one power play. Did the red light come on for any of those goals? No. Did the red light come on on that end at all last night? No. Did they bother getting a light bulb? No. Do they care about the fans? No. Do they care about putting on a major league first-pass presentation? No. No, they don't. Just give us your money, okay, and do the wave. Oh, oh boy. Nine minutes after. Don't get excited yet, okay? It's early in the day. Just calm down. Can't do it. Nine minutes after 10 at 560 WQ. The media is sick and needs help badly. Outrageous. On every and by the way, I heard little bits and pieces coming to work this morning of the worst team. I heard the Ray Whitney on here. Nice going, Ray, baby. Ray Whitney has a pair. Make no mistake about that. Would have had two goals last night, except the Mellonby was busy getting a stupid penalty, which negated the first goal and uh, didn't count. But uh, got the winning goal, played a great game, two assists. Nice going, Ray. Oh! the best on this team. But at any rate, so getting back to the entire ambiance, okay, and I know people are going to say, there he goes complaining again. Goddamn right, because I'm complaining on behalf of the people who got a brain in their head who understand why they go to a sporting event or any other goddamn event. 
First of all, we get there at 6.30 last night. The elevator, the, the escalator that goes upstairs, they're working on it. doesn't work. Now, I, yeah, I'm old and uh, feeble, but I can still manage up the stairs. Okay, I like coming down the stairs a little easier, but I can handle it. But the bottom line is, how come they're working on it at 6.30 in the evening when they should have been working on it 1 or 2 in the afternoon, making sure that everything works and getting it fixed? And by the way, when we left the game, when it was over, they still hadn't fixed it. It wasn't working going down, going up, going sideways. Okay, there's a minor thing, minor inconvenience. The game gets going, and all of a sudden, I forget at what point when the clock started first, which is not the first time, by the way. When the time clock, first of all, the clock that shows you what time of day it is on the wall across the way, that went out completely, never came back on. For those people that can't afford a watch, because they're giving away all their money, they can't afford a wristwatch. And then the uh, game time clock decided to go out. And we got no idea how much time is left in the And then the penalty clocks go out. And they're like frozen, frozen in time. And now uh, Mick Magoo, the referee, is uh, skating all around. Well, we'll have to do it with a stopwatch, and they've got to keep the time. And the PA, the poor PA announcer, has got enough trouble figuring out what town he's in. He you know, he's got a great voice, but he's a little bit lost at times, especially with those names. But nevertheless, he's uh, like an, uh, eight minutes left in the period, whatever the hell it is, okay? And then they finally get it fixed, and then it goes out again. And it comes on, and it goes out. And it's a joke. It's an absolute re re a joke. The goal lights, the red light, that I'm the only one evidently who cares about when you go to a hockey game when a goal is scored, the red light's supposed to come on, on Dino's goal. By the way, nice goal on Dino. Oh! On Dino's goal, I mean, I can see every other goal go in the net because I've been watching a billion hockey games. I see the puck go in the net. But on Dino's goal, I'm at a particular angle. I don't know if it went in or not. I can't see. And I see other people standing up. I said, okay, I guess I'm going to stand up and cheer now. It must be a goal. I guess. Because there's no red light. Here's a man that's worth a billion dollars that uh, gives all this money to charity, Buddy Evans tells us. But somebody in the organization can't afford to fix the goal lights. How many? They're listening over there right now. Everybody in that organization is listening to me right now. What kind of a horseball present? Forget about the quality of the game. Forget about blowing the lead. Forget about, thank God, uh, coming back and winning the game, which was desperate. Forget about that. That was great. Not the blowing the lead part, but winning it. But but put on a performance and extract that much money from people and treat people this way. And, and you know, again, of course, by the time the last few minutes were, there were, more, there were like 5,000 people left. Because in this town, even when the game was tied 5-5, hey, it's a late, you know, it's a weeknight, we got to get out of here. So there's like 5,000 people left. And now with five or six minutes left in the game, Ottawa's tied it up at 5-5. And guess what we get treated to now? Some jackass decides it's time to start the wave. And that took me back to the first couple of years when we had hockey in this town, and the people were very naive and very foolish and very idiotic. And they did, oh, yeah, because the people here would do the wave at, uh, in a restaurant at Denny's. They start doing the wave. At the early bird, the old people, hey, we're doing the wave. You know, it, it's just a soft sort of thing. Even though it went out with knickers and high-button shoes, uh, it, it just, and men's two-piece bathing suits, it went out a long time ago. Nobody told these people who were there last night. So that also kind of added to the ambiance of the whole thing. Idiots doing the wave at a hockey game. Guess what, guys? They don't do the wave at a hockey game. In fact, nobody does the wave anywhere anymore. I know we're a little bit behind the rest of civilization here, but nobody does the wave anymore. <laughs> it just, it just added, it was, it was a surreal experience. I say to John, I think I'm having an out-of-body experience here because none of this that's going on it makes any sense. And then the, the climax... Before the wave, the climactic moment came with 14 minutes left in the third period. 
when all of a sudden the clock, which of course at that point was not, none of the clocks were working, we had no idea what was going on, all of a sudden the clock lights up 0.0 and that loud blaring horn goes off indicating the end of the period, in this case would have been the end of the game, and play is going on. And all of a sudden the players stop and everybody's confused and they're looking around, do we scream, do we eat a banana now, do we uh, stick it in our rectum, what do we do now, you know? And in Embarrassing. I mean, they started playing exhibitionist games in this $200 million arena back in September. Then there was October. Then there was November. This is now December. This is the fourth month. I realize it's a new place, but this is the fourth month. Do the people who are paying to subsidize this have a reasonable expectation to go there and see it presented as a major league sporting event uh -huh. as opposed to a Bush League piece of turd, which is what they put on last night? I'm not talking about the game itself. I'm talking about the presentation, the ambiance, what's done for the fans. I got news for you. Those people deserve better, Mr. Baldhead. They deserve better than the crap you're putting on. And if, if somebody from the general manager to the coach to the president with his bow tie to anybody else in the organization can't see that the red light's not coming on when there's a goal scored, how, how long does that take? I realize now I've given up. They're never going to put in, like, real goal lights, you know, the fancy-schmancy. They're not going to do that. Okay, you got your little – maybe they're saving those the red light for the Christmas tree. That must be it. Maybe they got a Panther Christmas tree up in the offices somewhere, or who, who knows? Maybe they're hiding one in their rectum. I don't know where they got one. But maybe they stole the green light and the red light off that one end because they were a couple lights short to fill out the Hanukkah bush or the Christmas tree or whatever they're doing over there at the Macarena. I mean, there were a whole crap load of goals scored at that end last night, and the red light never comes on. It's just anticlimactic. It's like sex without an orgasm. I mean, there's just no point. What's the point? It's like when they have those little kids in between periods, you know, and they're, they're, they're five, six-year-old kids. They had one of those little make-believe games last night for a couple minutes in between periods, and they go down, and they, they don't, the goal judge isn't sitting there to stick the light on, so they know. That's what it's like. It, it, it demeans the meaning and the significance of what's going on there. It renders it like Little League. And does anybody really write anything about that in the papers today? No. Are they discussing that on the worst team this morning, like Geldy is sitting there sucking around and shilling and, and uh, sucking heavy duty? No. I didn't hear anything about it. Now, maybe I missed it, because I certainly don't listen for all four hours of that. <laughs> oh, God. But I didn't hear anything said about that. The thing with the penalty clock. And then, and then as the game is ending, and with all fairness to Ottawa, you know, when you're, when you're the visit, when you're the uh, whoever you are, the team that's behind by a goal and slate in the game, and you're trying to figure out how to get the goalie out, you know, how much time is left, which luckily they weren't able to do that until the game was almost over, thanks to good play by us. But nevertheless, wouldn't it be nice to have a clock up there instead of the PA announcer coming on every 30 seconds saying, a minute and 30 seconds left in the period? What, what is that? We got a $200 million arena bought with public funds, by the way, built with public funds for Baldy and the team. And nothing works. The escalator don't work. The lights don't work. The time clock don't work. The penalty clock doesn't work. The time of day clock doesn't work. They got the sound finally straightened out, thank God. Oh. Except for one point there when everything else started going to hell and it was blaring and puking and it all distorted for a few seconds. I think that was at the point that the, uh, the buzzer went off with 14 minutes left in the game, the horn. I mean, you know, practice makes perfect, boys, except for an occasional concert every few weeks. There ain't nothing else going on in that joint. You've got all the time in the world to yourself. 
all the time in the world in that place to, to get these bugs there and out so you can, put, you can make a presentation for the organization that we can be proud of instead of an embarrassing Bush League presentation that was put on there last night. 16,994 was the ticket sold, but I'm going to tell you, we had, I don't know, I don't know maybe 15,000 people. They're our smallest crowd. Ottawa's not a big draw, and uh, who knows? They're busy. Who knows what's the story? But the bottom line is when people, that many people do show up, almost 17,000 people and pay a lot of money, or somebody paid a lot of money for those tickets, even for my ticket, somebody paid a lot of money, then we deserve to see better than that, okay? If that's the best that you can put on, then we ought to just hang it up. And nobody, nobody, Michael Russo, he didn't see any of this. He doesn't find it embarrassing, and you want to know why? Because he doesn't know hockey from his asshole, that's why. And neither does David J. Neal with his Hussad Shako. He don't know what the hell's going on. In fact, he says, what is his word again? What word? He says, oh, adding to the augmented drama. It wasn't drama. It was embarrassment is what it was. And it's so typical for this town, you know. I guess it's not only radio stations and television stations that have just nonstop, never-ending, embarrassing technical glitches, but even when you go to a sporting event, nothing works. Nothing works. But to go to a hockey game where there's 11 goals scored in the game, and half the time the red light doesn't come on when a goal is scored, i got to tell you, as a fan for 40 years of the greatest sport in the world, it pisses across my fat ass. Forgetting about all the other stuff with the clocks and the, uh, the joke of not having who's on first and what's going on. And luckily for them, half of the people or more that are in there, they, even if the stuff is working, they don't know who's on first or what it's all about anyway. Including some of the people that sit in front of me who are always waving. While the action is going on, waving and got their arms up in front of my face and talking to kids in the aisle who are standing there in front. And, I, and I, you know, how much more obvious do you have to be than you're craning your neck and trying to look around these punks while the game is going on? Talk to them in between periods, okay? How do I luck out? How do I manage the luck? You know, I haven't, I've bitten my lip because, you know, when people have got season tickets or partial, uh, you know, and you're going to be sitting there for a long time, you don't want to say too much. You don't want to, but I'm, I'm just uh, tossing that to the wind. I can't handle it anymore. I got a guy sitting in front of me who, they all, all, waving to people across the way and with their arms up. Well, a game is going on. I don't want to see your arms. I don't want to see your little kid up in the air. I don't want to see these kids in the aisle that you're talking to. I want to see the game. There's before the game, there's in between periods, there's after the game, there's out in the hallway. If that's what you want to go there for, fine. But give the rest of the people an opportunity to see maybe what the hell's going on. And then you say to yourself, oh, I forgot, I'm in Miami, I forgot. Sorry. Sorry. Spare some change, mister? Sorry. By the way, speaking of that, thanks to the people who brought checks by for Center One, plus what came in the mail this morning, we got, and thanks to special thanks, where did I get that real nice big fat check? From Brian at Holiday Hangers in uh, Broward, in Tamarack. Thank you, Brian, for a real big fat one, and a check too. So we got 78926 We got rounded off, because I know we got a lot more than that in the stores. $79,000 for Center One. Today is the 10th of December, so we got 21 days left and 21000 to go to get our goal of 100 grand. That's 1000 a day. Should be able to do that. Between the Internet and the mail and the phone orders and the stuff at Borders, we should be able to do that, damn it. 1026 at 560 WQ. You're a bastard. There was a blue Elvis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Forever catching up like a dog chasing its thing. Dickie Farkle fired in Palm Beach. Oh! WJNO, WBZT, wherever the hell he was. One thing we can say about Dickie Farkle years ago. He's an asshole. And today. He's an asshole. That's right. At least he's consistent. Okay. Small potatoes. Here's a mobile in uh, Delray Beach. Hello. Yeah. Going to that uh, hockey game last night. You know, yes. With, uh, Ray Whitney was fabulous, what have you. But uh, with the light situation, uh, you know, it's. I got to be honest with you. It doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you. Why not? Because <sighs> I just enjoy the hockey play itself. Maybe because I didn't grow up with it like you, I have a different feeling. Yeah, but the, I mean, how difficult it is that, that I, I just don't get it. How hard is it to make the the light, the red light, come on when a goal is scored? No. That's what's supposed to happen, like you're in a right. hockey game. No, no, you're right. It doesn't bother you. No, no. It drives me crazy because I mean you know any you can have a tech, a bulb can go out you can have a technical problem right. anywhere but, but how long does it go on before they do something to fix it they yeah. what bothers me is that they don't seem to care that they they remind me of this radio station they don't give a crap they're just yeah. willing to just fake their way through it they don't care about the fans it's it's not just an isolated thing it's part of the whole ambiance there it's bush league by the way I, I like your new format all Elvis all day right there you go there you go I'll see you in Graceland bye bye okay. All Elvis, baby, the king and the queen. We have an open line in Broward, two and Dave, five six seven zero five sixty pound five. So there you go. Doesn't bother him. I'm just a bad guy. I'm a hard ass. They're doing the wave. They're happy. They see themselves up on the screen. They're juking. They're jiving. They're dancing. They're stripping. They're uh, playing grab ass with each other. They're having a good old time. Music is going on. They're having a good time. I go there to watch a hockey game, which uh, I have a good time. If the game is in the, at least been entertaining, I'm not a sour puss. I'm not a bad guy. I just go there to try to have a good time. That's all. But I'm the only one that cares about these things. So evidently, they're not getting. I, they got calls about the uh, the noise being too loud on the PA because people were being deafened and losing their hearing. So people did make calls about that. 
But about the time clocks and the penalty clocks and the red lights, nobody cares about that. So that's why it continues, because they'll just ignore me. Oh, it's just that Neil again. You know, he's just a uh, big mouth. He's a real clown, you know. Just me. First call right out of the box. A guy, sound like a reasonable guy. It doesn't bother him. Open line in Dade, two of them, and one in Broward. Five, six, seven. Everybody, when I wasn't taking calls, they were all lit up like a Hanukkah bush. Now that I want to hear from some of these bastards, oh, well, we're too busy now. You missed your chance, Fatso. Okay, thank you. Happy holidays. Here's Boca. Hello. Boca. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, hi, this is Bob from Boca. How you doing? First time, long time. Yeah. This isn't chronic Bob in Boca, is it? Oh, no. It yeah, okay, it is. Okay, we have an open line at Broward 2 and Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty. Boy, I thought we got rid of him 100 years ago. Get out of here. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I was at that hockey game last night. Yes, is it only me? Am I the only one that's disturbed? No, I agree with on? you 100%. How can you watch a game and not know what's going on with the time clock? Right. I mean, it's just... I and think... how about knowing when a goal is scored? Doesn't it help if the red light comes yeah. on? Yeah, 10 seconds, 15 seconds after, I guess. <laughs> it didn't... No, you don't understand. It doesn't come on at all. I understand. That's what I mean. It takes them 10 to 15 seconds to put it on. No, it came on, but it took no, like 10 no, or... it, no, it didn't? No, it did never come on. No, hmm. it doesn't work. Okay. Well, there's no excuse after four months. No excuse at all. This lady saw it come on. Okay. <laughs> Believe me, sweetheart, I sat there staring at it and the light, too, and it did not come on. Okay. It did not pop on. And I think not... the horn... No. I think the horn that went off was uh, Mr. Tory and Mr. Murray, huh? Maybe they think they need a win. They can't see that catching up, you know? Yeah, they were down. that's a good point. Maybe they're trying <laughs> they're to say, desperate. okay, it's over, boys. We got the lead. Let's get out of here, eh? We can see it slipping away. Exactly, exactly. And I really... The Panthers are not going to go anywhere this year. If they're playing games and they're ahead four goals, oh, that's, and listen, they come back listen, and they're playing a game, you can't motto, play hockey. Our motto this year is no lead is too big for us to blow. That's the Panthers' motto this year. It's they blew to the say, Rangers but... game with a second to go. They blew the lead three times in a Carolina game. Had to settle for a smarmy tie. And they blew a four-goal lead last night. And thank God for Svela and Whitney on it one play. Or uh, we might have wound up with a tie or a loss in that game the way it turned out. Exactly. You cannot play hockey like this and expect to get anywhere. Right. I'm sorry. But, hey, just another day. Okay, I'm glad you saw it come on. Okay. Have a great day. You too. She saw it come on 10 or 15 seconds. Maybe maybe it did. Did it come on? No. At any time? No. No. Maybe it was the Virgin Mary. That might have uh -huh. been. That was the Virgin Mary uh, lighting up. I don't mean lighting up like with not, with like not this. You think the Virgin Mary lights up every now and then? That then thing's almost out of uh, gas, too, by the uh -huh. way. 21 till 11 here on All Spots Radio. We got Hank coming up at 2. We got, uh, what do we got today? I haven't even looked at the thing back there. Books do at 6 o'clock, Eddie K at 10, I assume. Uh, oh, no, tonight's uh, Thursday. Do we have a game tonight? Thursday night. We got, uh, no. No Thursday night football tonight, so like I said, I was right. Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bow on the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the hockey authority, Neil Goff. All right. Now the boat depends on you and the powers you possess. Since you saved his life with your flying scissor knife, he's got a job for you to do. Your 
just keep taking and taking and taking and demanding that people come in and subsidize whatever kind of swill you put out there, okay? That's what it boils down to. And everybody else, they just sit back like uh, they're in La La La. Yeah, well, whatever you, yeah, we don't know what the problem is. Yeah, because you don't even understand. You wouldn't know a red light if they stuck one in your rectum. That's right. They stuck one in your left ear, you wouldn't know what the hell it was. Open line in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Atlanta. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Listen, uh, yeah, it was terrible last night. I agree with you. Um, hockey question, though. Since in football they pretty much established that you can't win anything without defense, how come we're dealing with Sean Burke here, who just... It, the worst. The absolute it's terrible. worst. They're just grotesque. He, he, like he couldn't turtle? stop a bowling ball from four inches away. This man is grotesque. He's terrible. Yes, you're right. And I told, I told you that when they signed him, I told you we're going to be in for real problems. What do we do? What, what do you mean, what do we do? Sell our tickets and go to the range? No, again? just bring a good book. Bring a flashlight and a good <laughs> book and have a good time. Okay, and get out of here. What do we do? What do I do? What do I do? Slap this guy across the face and tell him, be a man, like Marlon Brando told Al Martino, okay? Be a man. That's what you do. Butch up a little bit. You just keep coming here and uh, hope for the best. That's all. That's all I can do. I go there, I show up, hope for the best, and uh, <laughs> and once in a while we get lucky like last night, even though we tried to blow it. I mean, when you come right down to it, you got four goals on one power play. I mean, it's like a gift. All of a sudden they woke up after their earlier five-on-three was a disaster. Well, of course, we don't practice five-on-three. We know that. But, I mean, just a total as the crowd was booing or sarcastic. All of a sudden there's this five-minute span when these guys, Kozlov and Whitney and Niedermark, everybody wakes up. They're on fire for five minutes. We got a four-nothing lead. And still damn near blew that game. We had a 5-3 lead in the third period, and still damn near blew it. But I can, I can handle that. I mean, you win, you lose, whatever, you support your team. But, but the other stuff that goes along with it, if you're willing to accept that kind of horseball ambiance in an arena that you people indirectly uh, help to pay for, I, I don't understand you. I can't relate to you. That's why, this that's, that's why this town is what it is. And we talk about this all the time. No matter where you go, the, the byword here is mediocrity. Don't make any waves. Don't open up a big mouth. Just fake your way through life. Do the best half-assed thing you can possibly do. And just uh, forget about it. Nobody demands excellence here. Nobody demands professionalism. Just schlock your way through. This is la-la land. This isn't the big time. This is the bushes, baby. We're beating, the, we're beating it in the bushes. Like Dr. What's-his-name there on, uh, you know. Here's uh, Hallandale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know what I was watching last night. I watched the game on TV, and all four power play goals, they showed a close-up of the red light on. They showed a close-up of the red light they, on? As they scored the goal, they panned to a close-up of the red light, and it was a real big close-up, and it, it showed the red light. Now, it was well, so how, but how come we can't see it from where I sit? I don't know, but you know, all I'm saying is I was watching it on TV, and... At least for the four, four uh, power play goals, they showed the close-up. Well, of the I got news to you, sir, because I'm not blind. I have very, I have excellent vision with my tar uh, thick glasses. Uh, you, you, from where I, because I know Howard Kleinberg told me the very first game that when you sit on the other side and the goal is scored at the other end, that you can't see the red light there. So maybe it's coming on, we just can't see it. Like you know, half the crowd just can't see it. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you, but I, I. In addition to that, by the way. You know, they came up with a real good idea there in the, in the third period when the clocks went out and the penalty clock went out, and they were showing Sports Channel on the uh, screen up there so at least the players and the fans could see how much time was left in the game. And how come they stopped doing that? How come on Sports Channel they stopped putting the penalty clock in the day because they have their own time clock, which at least is close to right. the real game? How come they didn't put that up there anymore? 
don't know. That's that's another. Oh my God! So, sir, you're telling me maybe that's the reason that half of the uh, people think I'm nuts. Maybe that's why this lady says she saw it come on. From where I'm sitting, you never see it come on. You cannot see it from the angle that we sit, and and I'm right at center ice. Well, check it out with Rimmer. I mean, his face. Oh, check it out with Rimmer. Do you think Rimmer's going to give me a real answer to this? No. But it's, it's on tape somewhere. I mean, Rimmer's too busy stealing to his out. neighbor's newspapers. You don't have time to worry about this stuff. Oh. It was on TV. You saw the red light. I swear to God. On, on the ooh, Panthers' on the four first, goals on that power play. On the first four goals of the power play. A real big close-up, too. Yeah. Real big close-up. You sure that wasn't that bulb that's over Denise Potvin's well, head? You sure that wasn't it? <laughs> Could be that or one of their new Christmas decorations. Okay, know. well, maybe that straightens it out. Maybe just on our side, we're on the dark side. Okay, well, okay. maybe somebody else listening is... Uh, well, thank, also, thank God you straightened me out. That's, uh, we're moving in the right direction. Okay, take care. Okay. See, if they had the big goal, like I talked about before, but that'll never happen because that would expend maybe two or $300 to do that, then everybody could see them all the time at both ends. So if you're lucky enough to... Uh, <laughs> that's, that's Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Because trust me when I tell you, I have no reason to make this up from where I sit, that that never, you can never see it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, first time, long time. Yes, sir. Uh, I have to agree with you 100% with this arena. I went to my first game last Saturday. Yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, Carolina game. Yes, unbelievable. I couldn't see the red light. The clock stopped about 500 times. Uh -huh. I don't know what's going on with oh, the Oh, the clock was great in that game. I mean, it did have some spastic moments in that <laughs> game. But last night, it just went out for like five, ten minutes at a time. And then toward the end of the game, it just crapped out altogether. The penalty clocks weren't working. Nothing was working. The, the time of day clock, everything just went dark. Thank God that I had Sports Channel on so I could tell what the hell, uh, how much time was left in this game. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. In fact, maybe what, maybe what really happened was that five-minute uh, major power play that we had. Maybe that really was ten minutes, and they just uh, never got the clock started. That could be. <laughs> Another thing, Sean Burke, we got to get rid of him. He's he's terrible. Yeah. Uh, how about getting Felix Potvin from Toronto? No chance. No chance. Who are we, 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 we going to trade? We don't have anybody they want. We almost pulled that off, and they said Robbie's a pussy, and uh, we're not taking no chance on that. And uh, <laughs> we got nobody. To, see, if you if you're not willing to trade uh, guys that people want, you're not going to make a deal. Right. How about getting a sniper like Pavel Bure or something like yeah, that? Yeah, right. Okay. Have a great day, pal. This guy must be on drugs. Don't you don't you read your newspaper, sir? BM says we can't afford those guys. We can't afford no Pavel Bure or Zygmunt Palfi or guys like that. We're not going to put a big superstar out there for it and pay him a lot of money. When we can get by, you know, fake our way through with these guys who are, you know, not making all that much. We have an open line in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the uh, Mobile One line. 10.55 at QAM. You are not mit dich, Matschke. You get out every autumn when the leaves change over and get yourself right down to the nitty-gritty. Winds are blowing, leaves are falling, and a job to you is calling so that you can get your lawn back looking free. And it takes so much time, bending over, twist your spine. You feel as though your back, you might break it. It's a job you can't avoid, you'll claim you got hemorrhoids. You gotta spend your weekend just breaking. Cause you'll be breaking up the backyard all day. Breaking up your backyard. With no play, yes, you're breaking up the backyard. Hey, that's life. Breaking up your backyard like your dang and wife. I'll tell you one thing, Elvis was no BT. Oh! That's for sure. 
It's 11 o'clock at 560 WQM. So, Chris Reed, the nephew, has got the QAM van out there. He's going to be at the Corner University Drive in Broward Boulevard at a time uh, we'll tell you in a little bit, very shortly. And he's going to have uh, Best of Neil cassettes. Not CDs today because we are running short, I guess, at the moment. Is that the reason? Center One Proper is running short, but they're going to get some from one of the stores that isn't doing so well on CD sales. Yeah. So, Like what? What store would that be that isn't doing so well? Huh? The Grove. Oh, the, Grove is not, the Grove is not doing so well in CD sales? In the Grove? Let me take a look at the uh, thing from here. Uh, yeah, you're right. Look at that. 140 bucks last week. 40 bucks the week before. Two pieces. Two pieces in the Grove? How do you like that? In prestigious Coconut Grove. Boy, I could say a lot about that, but I won't. Yeah, right. Their noses are up in here. They're too snooty for us or too dark, one or the other, depending on which side of the tracks they live on. But at any rate, don't forget our address, by the way. If you want to send us a check for Center One, any amount, 10 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, anything, uh, we're going to do this, is uh, Center One, Karen Neal Rogers, WQAM, 20295 Northwest 2nd Avenue, Miami, 33169. Or you can call Center One Direct, 954-563-3600. You can hop on our website, neilrogers.com, order it there. You can go to your borders in uh, all over the place. Boynton Beach, Fort Lauderdale, Candle, Aventura, Coral Springs, Boca Plantation, and even in Coconut Grove, all you fruitcakes over there in the Grove. Isn't, isn't that embarrassing? Oh, that really frosted my fat uh, rectum, if you ask me. Okay, so we got the Republicans are out of control. We got a politically partisan witch hunt going on here that is just unstoppable, like a big freight train coming right down the middle of your living room that nobody wants. Just a, an unbelievable piece of uh, American crap. Boy, if only Jolton Joe DiMaggio could have broken out of the hospital the other day as he planned, he'd be right up there right now straightening those bastards out. Here's Deerfield. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. I was there last night. Yes? Uh, the red light does come on if you're sitting on the ends. On the end? Yes. Yeah, sitting in row or in <laughs> section 109, you can see the red light. Yeah, but if you're sitting anywhere else, you're Above screwed. or below, uh -huh. I guess. I don't know. Well, why is, that, why is that in the beginning in some of the early games uh, you could see the red light from where I'm sitting? What, what did they do, put a shield around it or something? I guess. No, we could see them. Uh, and another thing, I don't why, why does the TV and the ads stay on the screen when the uh, score lights go out? I mean, the time lights. Yeah, I, I was pretty confused about that. Why Why is everything else work great and that doesn't so Because work. the ads are what's important. Don't you understand? The information, the red light, the goal light, uh, that's not important to them. It's and getting the, the ads on there and collecting them. It's like this place. Just get the ads on. And the hoop camera rolling around look, showing all the people. That yeah. never went out. Right. <laughs> well, that's the important stuff, don't you? It was there. It was my first time in the arena. So you actually saw it. Oh, God bless you. Oh, absolutely. You, you partially my, solved our dilemma. My my wife is probably the first time she ever saw the light, so. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you. Okay, I got you. Have a great day, pal. <laughs> we have an open line in Broward. Come on, let's get out. Who recorded that? I saw the light. Who was that? George, I saw the light. That was a great record. Come on, gee, you know, you used to be so helpful and right on top of this stuff, and ever since you uh, had a brain uh, that, that lobotomy. Well, I can afford the good stuff now. I saw the light by, um, come on, come on, great record. What year? Oh, gee, I don't know, in the 80s. Used to play that all the time on Zeta. That was a great song. Todd Rundgren. Very good. Yeah, very good. I don't know if that's the right title, though. Trust me when I tell you that is the right title. Todd Rundgren, I Saw the Light. 
See, I got to come up with my own answers now, man. I got, uh, you know, Jolton Joe over there who's uh, all worried about Joe DiMaggio because he's Italian, got a big nose. And I got this little spick in here who's worried about, uh, you know, Julio Iglesias' record. He's sitting in there yesterday looking at pictures of Gloria Estefan naked, which really uh, grossed me out. Took me another two, three hours cause, uh, before I could build up an appetite for lunch. Here's a mobile in uh, Opalaka. Hello. Yeah, how are you, Dion? Okay, I'm sir. Neil. How you doing? Great. Uh, red light. I'm a season ticket holder. I sit on uh, the sheet twice and... Right. It does come on right away. The problem is the light is laying flat instead of uh, on it's upright. Laying it's on the side. Laying you can't flat? see it from when you're at. You can't see it from when you're at. The light lays sideways. It's well, kind of weird. Why is it laying sideways? In the beginning, you could see it when it came on, the first couple of games of the there, season. There Vancouver the you I, sat, huh? I sat downstairs once, and so I other, did not see the light. In other words, we got a drooping light. Exactly. Now, the light at the other end, it took about 15 to 20 seconds to come on about three times last night. Oh, really? At the other end, this one came on right away. The shoot end twice. Right. Uh, and I promise you, from where I'm sitting, you couldn't see it. If somebody had a thousand dollar bill, you couldn't see it. I sat downstairs once, and you couldn't see it. Well, how, how much effort does it take for them to straighten that out? All they got to do in the daytime, when the place is sitting there empty, is have somebody sit there, like right at center ice, and look over the thing and, and adjust it. Can you see it now? Yes, no, maybe, and uh, you know, so maybe we know what's going on there. They don't give a crap about the fans. That's what really fought my fat ass. They don't care. I agree, though. I agree. The light's weird. It's, I've seen that older than And that thing with a horn going off with 14 minutes left in the game and everybody coming to a stop, that, to me, that was the epitome of all the years I've spent in this town, everything that I've uh, suffered through here, that was the epitome. That was the defining moment of my life. That, uh, they that had another, another fake horn go off about 30 seconds left in the game. I think oh. it was a summer fan had a horn, I think is what it was. Oh, great. I uh, missed, I missed that. I, okay, thanks, thanks for the good news. So if you're sitting in just the right spot, okay, if you're sitting just in the right seat, maybe it's one of those narrow seats that your ass is pinched into, but you see there's a blessing in everything, and every dark cloud, there's a little um, a silver lining in there. We have an open line in Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th. And like I said, I'm the only person that is bothered by that. Nobody else cares. You know something? If you don't care, fine. I'll never say another word about it. No, seriously, I can live with it. I find it incredibly embarrassing and, and just grotesque. It's smarmy. Smarmy. But if, if that's okay with you guys, great. If it doesn't bother you, the clock keeps going off and the penalty. Because, you know, when you don't know anything about the game, I guess it doesn't make any difference. One thing I'll say about P.P. Park, you can knock it all you want, but I, you know, been to a lot of Dolphin games there and a lot of Marlins games, and, uh, you know, the scoreboard seems to work, and the clock 99% uh, of the time seems to work. I mean, there's always the possibility for a technical malfunction anywhere in the best of facilities. But here it's like part of the ambiance. It's like they gave you this as a free bonus, you know, a little added excitement without any extra charge. Here's Pompano. Hello. Oh God! Yes, sir. Was at that game last night as well, and I agree with you at two thousand percent. I think these people—they're more concerned with seeing themselves on the screen. E evidently, they I, just go between that and getting those T-shirts flung up in a crowd. Those—if they could get as animated during the game going on as they do during the other uh, spur uh, spurious bullcrap, we'd really have something. You know, it's really sad though. Like you, that's what they're—I mean, right before you know, they always do that camera thing in between, you know, before the action starts up again. But that's what they're paying attention to. Oh, if I'm on TV, right? And it's it just like you said. Uh, you know, how many, I don't know how many millions of dollars the stadium was, but they can't get the, the clock. 200 million. 200 million. They don't, you, you know, you've got to touch the toilet to flush it in there. I mean, you know, modern day facilities. Yeah, right. That's I right. Mean, they have the evil eye, the automatic flush, but these are a lot cheaper than the yeah, evil eye, so and, actually cheapest is best. And what was really bad was, like you said, 14 minutes ago, the horn goes off. 
Yeah. I mean, how about even when they sing the national anthem? Every time I, I mean, mean there, I, I want you, I want you to stop and think about this. Suppose when that happened, suppose we would have been right in front of the uh, uh, Ottawa it. net, and we would have had a chance, a real good scoring chance there. And suppose the home would have gone off, and everybody just came to a stop. Right. I got news for you. I mean, Ottawa was going the other way. It was in you know neutral ice, and you know you don't know what would have happened. But right. it's like you're like, what the hell is this? And fact, even you know think, something? Maybe we just came up with a new tactic. Every time it looks like the other team's going to have a break or you know a yeah, scoring chance, we just blow the horn and we blow it. There yeah, you go. Yeah, we blow it and the horn too. Right. And and you know even when they sing the national anthem, this poor guy. I mean, you hear crack- Yeah. Yeah. You hear the crackling and the PA. I mean, yeah. it's just like. And he's great, too. We love Aaron Burgell, and he actually got the words to old Canada right last night. Right. I saw it, Aaron, but uh, the PA blows. You're right. The whole thing, it's like, I mean, for this this is this is what you, I guess, you know, when you, when you use cheap, when Wayne doesn't want to pay these, the union people, this is what you get. Yeah. Unbelievable. But we're having a good time, man. And here's the best thing. Yeah. You know, when it was 4 nothing, when they scored their first goal, I'm thinking to myself, you know something? They're going to run them right back in this game, and sure as hell enough. Yeah. Oh, you could smell it. You can smell it coming. I knew either. I knew either somebody took a dump in the hallway or it was going to smell the uh, right. Somebody please at least, if we got to have him, can he stay in the freaking net? Yeah. Why is he Yeah, every, every time he, boy, he, I'll tell you, the first five minutes of the game, they could add three goals. He was wandering around like Rumble Stokeskin. Well, listen, have a great day, pal. And hang in there. We're having a great time. Come on, let's hear it. Come on, get up and do a little dance, baby. This is what it's all about in South Florida town. Yeah, all right. Can you feel it? Can you smell it? Huh? Smell this. Here we go. Oh. Oh. Thank you. Ten minutes after 11 at 560 WQM. I like the wee-wee. Sixty to five sixty WQAM. So anyway, I got good news for the people that are working this joint at all three stations: Kiss Power ninety six and QAM. Although I'm not really sure how that works. Do they have separate Christmas parties for like all three, or they have like one yes. big? Uh, they have separate. Yes. How about that? Well, anyway, uh, in the Herald this morning, or one of these uh, stupid articles, it's not enough to wipe the smile off the face of baritone voice Dwight Lauderdale, but morale at Miami's Channel Ten is so low. <laughs> that general manager John Garwood was forced to cancel the station's Christmas party at the last minute. So you think you've got problems with a Christmas party at Tropical Acres? <laughs> oh, boy. 
Yeah, we could talk a lot about trial. Is Skipper Opchuck going to be there? Uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised. They'll probably be catering it. Yeah, they're having a QAM Christmas party at Tropical Acres. <laughs> I didn't realize anybody that old worked here. Anyway, going back to Channel 10 and their Christmas party being canceled, it says the reason less than a third of the staff RSVP'd for Saturday's fancy feast at the posh Grand Bay Hotel in Cocoa Grove. How about we go there instead? We'll let the evil sisters go to uh, Tropical Lakers, and we'll all go to uh, the Grand Bay Hotel in Cocoa Grove. Artsy, fartsy, schmartsy. In a memo sent out Tuesday, Garwood said he'd find it hard to justify the expenditure when the majority of our staff has clearly indicated that they're just not enthusiastic about the event. They do not be coming. Previously, Channel 10's Christmas shindigs were grand affairs that included a showing of the year's priceless bloopers. Those in the know said the station's new direction, a sharp increase of Channel 7's-style flash and trash on newscasts, has created serious dissension in the ranks at 10. Garwood didn't return a call for comment. Oy. There you go. Problem in the ranks over there at Channel 10. Could be worse. Like I said, they could be winding going up to Tropical Lakers. Boy, that's just amazing. I ate there uh, about 50 years ago. Oh, yeah, and you, you think, oh, I'm too, you think I'm too young to eat there now. Man, I was like a teenager in there. Saw all these people kind of gumming their food. It was great. Boy, I sure hope it's not a trade deal. We have uh, all the Broward lines are open, 5670560. No, have you ever eaten there? Last year's Christmas party. Here. And they're doing it again in the same place? That's a place for old people with blue hair. That's a place for people who gum their food. I mean, when I went in there, I realized it was about 100 years ago, but my good friend Skipper Upchuck was always promoting that joint. I went in there, and I saw they had a glass of Effordent on every table next to your uh, glass of water, fizzy water. I thought, what is that for? Is that seltzer water? They said, no, that's for your teeth. Come on, it's, I bet it's going to be a great place. Am I going to be going? No. Oh, okay. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. So why did I waste all that energy on something that these people just don't care about? I, I don't get it. Like I said, you people are willing to accept the most unbelievable Crap. and just, uh, hey, we don't care. We're having a good time. Tonight out of the house at this godforsaken town. Okay. Excuse me for expecting to be able to see the goal light come on when a goal is scored or to see the clock or the penalty clock or something that has to do with the, the ambiance of whatever event I'm watching. I, excuse me. I'm a bad guy. It's very obvious to me. I'm way out there again on a limb. I'm so far out of touch with the rest of you folks in this town. I, I, I just, I'm embarrassed. I'm humiliated for myself. But I've been here all this time, and I still just, I, I, I just can't get with the program. I just can't join in with the rest of these people in their la-la land. Any garbage, any crap that Wayne dishes out to you, you'll take it. And I don't, it makes no difference to me that it's Wayne. I'm sure Wayne's not in charge of the light bulb, you know, or of the, uh, all that stuff and the clock. But whoever is in charge of the inner workings in that place, the technical workings, is a total incompetent, should be fired immediately. And they should bring some people in there who know what the hell it's all about and make things work right. And, uh, you know, that thing should work like clockwork, if you pardon that expression. Brand new, state of the art. It's uh, <laughs> crap. Relapse through curve at DiMaggio getaway plan. Another big article, the... Four thousands in a series of twenty million articles about Joe Joe DiMaggio, our last throwback to America's innocence. What are you What are you laughing about? I think Joe had a good point yesterday about that. Joe DiMaggio was our last grasp, our last hold on the link back to America's innocence. Back when we were dropping nuclear weapons on Japan and calling everybody communista, communista. Right. And of course, uh, Jim Crow and. Uh, Bob Crow, John David Crow, 
Just a couple of days before his condition took a serious downward turn, Joe D. was planning a getaway from the hospital, said his friend and neighbor Morris Engelberg, who just can't shut up, by the way. This guy, pa 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 He's good. He's dying. He's good. He's okay. Oi. Saturday, he told his brother Don DiMaggio, you'll get your car, hide it downstairs, keep the engine running, we'll go down the back stairs, and get the hell out of here, Jolton Joe said. How do you like that? Oh! But then, he took a little turn for the worst. As a matter of fact, doctors summoned the family on Monday for what they suspected might be a final visit and discuss whether to turn off the machines helping him survive because he's hooked up to all these tubes. I guess they would have just taken all the equipment out when he ran outside. Here's Joe running out there with Dom with all these tubes hanging out of his nose and his uh, puss and his... Rectum. You know, that would be kind of embarrassing. I guess I guess you can't go to the deli den when you got all those tubes tied up to you. Anyway, Engelberg said, we will never turn the machines off. We'll play this thing out to the end. That's an interesting line there, the way he said that. I mean, the guy's dying, okay? It's a sad thing when anybody dies. I'm not particularly broken up about it because uh, what do I know from Joe DiMaggio? I know who he was. I know he played, uh, he was a good ball player. Great, there were a lot of good ball players. I know he was married to Marilyn Monroe, which she wasn't married to any other ball player, so there you go. He was the only ball player ever married to Marilyn Monroe. Oh! He was a voluptuous blonde with big boobs. And there you go. Nice going, Joe. But other than that, I mean, uh, the guy's 84 years old. He's got one lung. He's had cancer. He's had all kinds of problems. Uh, won't see him no more, okay? And then right underneath that, by the way, is a rehash. I guess you people at the Sun Sentinel must be getting CA, convenient Alzheimer's. Maybe you caught it from Rimmer. Rules on satellite dishes approved. And it's the same article that we had uh, several days ago. A week ago, Friday, I think it was. Remember I talked about this Sunday? It was right on the front page about how they can't prevent you as long as it's your own property that you control. If it's common property, you can't stick no dish on there unless it's milk or flesh, those kind of dishes. But if it's your property, you can uh, stick a dish wherever the hell you want it, even on your neighbor's rectum. That's right. But that's the same stuff we already saw. So evidently they had a big bunch of space to fill up there. They had nothing to stick in there. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Uh, unfortunately, uh, the problem I see with sports, I don't see it as uh, so much as the players. Uh, unfortunately, I see it is with their agents and with their coaches from when they were younger. Because I'm a baseball player myself, and I love yeah, sports. Yeah, okay, great. Okay, we have an open line in the Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. That was uh, Alex Rodriguez. Thank you, Alex. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Okay, Coral Springs is gone. Now we're down to two calls. I, I don't believe this. I do not believe this. I'm so whipped up into a frenzy today. And these people are saying, you're wrong, mister. You're full of crap. We like crap. We eat crap. We think crap. We take a crap. That's right. Okay, excuse me. I'm, I'm just going to spend the whole day today repenting and apologizing for all the terrible, evil, incorrect things that I've said. This is, a, this is a magical moment in my life. I finally realized what a miserable, no-good son of a bitch I really am. It, it took all this time, and I finally, like a little light bulb. Here's the light bulb I can see. It's one right over my head now. Not red, but like a little uh, orange light. And it said to me, man, you are so far off, mister. You better get with it. And I said, okay. Here's uh, Aventura. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Uh, a couple of years ago, I think you did a hilarious piece on uh, one of your holiday parties where you guys had, uh, I guess it was in the field or someplace. Oh, they, yeah. And they and served baked oh, beans. Well, the KKK was hanging out in Davie, yeah. And they served baked beans or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was freezing and uh, brutal. and Oh, that, that was a Bob Green special, baby. That was an IOD special I'll never forget. The food was strictly, Crap. the ambiance was, Crap. it was freezing our ass off. It was, it was out in the middle of the not-so-okay corral out there in Davis. Don't forget the wonderful aroma since we were downwind of the... Oh, we were downwind of the, uh, all the uh, good animals down there, too. 
Why'd you put that on tape? That's got to be the best of uh, that, that whole bit. I know you didn't have any bits on it, but that was hilarious. Either that or maybe we'll just meet the people from Channel 10 over there and uh, replay it all over again, relive it. Uh, well, you know, a lot of places are getting away from dinners and not going to lunches because they don't want the alcohol, uh, you know, messing up and employees apparently. Yeah. Right, apparently they, they get a little uh, little intoxicated and start telling each other exactly what they think of one another, which is <laughs> good for morale yeah. oh, anyway. I, I would love that. Oh, I, I've heard some stories about That's some true. of the IOD parties where some of the guys would get snocked out of their mind and get into fist fights. I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall to see some of those. That'd be hilarious, like Mandich and, uh, and Hank? Or in, fact, no? I, in fact, I would I would like to be a fly on the wall at the QAM party and, and just see what happens with the two evil sisters, the Watanachi and Skuran, when somebody gets a, a few too many and starts telling them exactly what they are, which is basically Crap. on two legs. Well, they can't fire anybody, can they? Who? The, the water not? The water? Oh, hey, they may not do it directly, mister, but you look at them cross-eyed. You've got real serious problems. <laughs> they wield the power. And they, why do you think they call it Power 96 next door? They wield the power. Well, stay away from the baked beans. Have, have a good one. And thanks for the um, bad memories. <laughs> See ya. Good point. Yeah, that was a Christmas party there, and I never go to Christmas parties. They, I don't want to say it was Cheryl over there who twisted my arm, twisted my, uh, <laughs> she twisted. Oh, it's going to be great. And we go out there, and it's absolutely free. We, we thought it was going to be like an indoor thing, you know, like in a, in a barn kind of, didn't we all thought it was going to be like a, uh, a thing? Like a barn dance. Right, in a covered thing. But no, this is outside. And it was drizzling. And it was drizzling, and it was freezing and getting colder and colder. This is at night in December, okay? And all the women with high heels. And nobody's got a light. jacket because we thought, well, that's going to be inside, you know. And, and we're standing outside, and the plate, and the food is like, <clears throat> and the uh, aroma was. Crap. That, that's exactly what it was, the aroma of. Crap. Yes. And the cowboys were hitting on our wives while we were sitting there. And then don't forget the confrontation between a couple of wives there, too, by the way. That's, uh, yeah. I'd, oh, you forgot about that? I know, and let's not go into detail on the air because somebody was somebody's ex-wife had and uh, a very good friend of ours, and yes. they got into a yes, they got into a real verbal uh, wow. That was the entertainment. Yeah, I can <laughs> any guy I want. Okay, and then it began with an F. But okay, eleven twenty-six at five sixty WQN. My wiener doesn't whistle. Oh my God! It feels so good. Oh yeah! Oh, oh, slow down. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Play with my boys. Play with my boys. Oh, that feels so good. Yeah, just roll them around. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh-oh, slow down. Don't move. I'll go get you a towel. Thank you. It's 1132 at 560 WQM, the Hank Goldberg Show at 2. we got the Booster at 6, Eddie Kaplan at 10, like a regular. Uh, no games tonight. Thank God for that. Oh! Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. You know, I go to those games and all these people come and they pee on my leg. I mean, last night, more than ever before in my life, I go out to take a leak. There's 400 people out in the goddamn hallway. I say, hey, Neil, they're just kissing my ass. And I come on here and I try to speak not only on behalf of myself, but on behalf of them, you know, expressing my dismay over the kind of horseball presentation that's being put out there. And do I get any kind of, like, anything from them? No. Any kind of verbal support? No. Any kind of, like, affirmation uh, so people don't think I'm just being a hard-ass? No. No, nothing. I don't, I don't understand you folks. Am I supposed to be the spokesman? Is that, I guess I'm the spokesman. Here's a mobile in uh, Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How are you today? Okay. Hey, uh, you know I can't I can't go down there and subsidize that no good scumbag. He's uh he just 
he just takes everything out of your pocket and then doesn't want anything. Doesn't give anything in return. I was talking to uh, one of the uh, concessionaires, like at the uh, football games. Yeah. And, and they were telling me that I asked them, what do they get paid? And the girl says, well, we don't get paid. I said, well, what do you mean? She says, well, we're, we work for different organizations, like different charities, like a church right, or, right, or something. Right. And they work for free, and he gives them a percentage. Uh-huh. The, the, the big hypinga gives them a percentage of whatever he puts in. Well, that's why the, all the uh, food there is so cheap. You know, that's why it's such <laughs> yeah. a bargain. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like and, only $4 for a small soda. Four dollars for a small dollar, six fifty for a hot dog, and mm -hmm. uh, you know if you're lucky, a beer, right? If you're lucky, there's a hot dog between the bun. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, in there somewhere. It, it's in there somewhere. Yeah, it's in there. All right. And and in closing, can I call someone a douchebag? Yes, sir. George and Pompey, two ass kissing douchebags. Okay. Thank you. Two open lines in Dade County, five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Happy holidays from all your good friends from the Evil Sisters upstairs, from everybody here at QAM Power ninety six and Kiss It FM. Does it sound sincere? No, no, we mean it. Here's a lady in uh, Sunrise. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, just wanted to say, you know, you've been saying about frost my rectum and stuff. My mother used to have a saying that I'm used. I, I love it. And when you know, when the life frustrations come up and everything, doesn't that frost your gazaza? And I. <laughs> Your kielbasa? No, doesn't that frost your gazaza? Uh huh. I don't know how to spell it. But... Gabor. <laughs> I used to love that. Anyway, you know, you are the only reason you're being critical about things. People, they they only hear what they want to hear because you could be very positive too, and you're just you know bringing up stuff that's uh, you know lacking. That, in... that is blatantly unacceptable yeah. to anybody with a brain. It's unacceptable. This is not how you put on a show. No. This is not how you present a sporting event, a concert, any other goddamn thing that you're taking people's money to see. And like I said, I must. There must be maybe two or three of us that care about it, and the rest of these bozos just sit back. We don't care. We'd be having a good time. Yeah. I think I think I'm right. As long as they keep cranking that music, that Gary Glitter garbage up loud enough, and keep showing these bozos on the screen so they can get a little ego trip there, they'd be having a good time, man. They're doing the wave. They're waving it. They're just uh, having a party in their pants. And it's it's you know it's it's I guess a lack of common sense and courtesy, and a lot of people just like that guy in front of me. The air be up. He's oblivious. There's nobody behind him in his mind. He's got he's waving. He's got his arms up in the air. The most inconsiderate piece of turd I've ever seen in my life, and I, I've just bit my tongue for all these oh. weeks, and I just can't take it anymore. I just, I just refuse to accept it. And it, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to stop. I have no idea who this guy is. He's yeah. got a couple little school kids there. I don't know if he's a teacher. Who he is? Oh. A little kid standing in the aisle last night while the game is going on. The third period in a real close game, and I'm trying to watch what's going on. And they're having a conversation while the game is going on, blocking my view. I'm standing on my head. I'm cracking my ass. I'm, I'm doing everything to try to see underneath them, over them, in between them. And uh, I'm just biting my tongue. The blood is spurting out. I know. Well, you know, you got to have some balance. Once in a while, you got to be a hard ass. But on the most part, you know, I, I always have to have common courtesy too. I, it's like I said, common sense. Right. Like you're driving here, right? Yeah. I'm. You know, hopefully, <laughs> people will start hearing this and thinking about when they put in their seats about all the way back and stand in front of you. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll think about yeah, it. Yeah, but this is Florida. You're you're getting carried away now. You're you're, you're losing it. I know yeah. it's the holidays, but try to. You know, maybe too much eggnog is getting to you. But I think try so. to keep uh, a grip on reality. Well, from Minnesota, you know. And oh I, well, there you go. They're, you know, it's too nice there. Uh huh. Well, it's I'm going to Jewish. <laughs> okay, listen, have a great day, sweetheart. Excellent. And Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, we have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560. Speaking of driving, by the way, I don't want to harp on all these things. I don't want to harpo on it. 
This morning, coming to work was the worst I have never seen, such aberrant, such unacceptable, such bizarre people in my life. As it gets closer to Christmas Day and closer to New Year, your behavior out there on the roads, I'm talking to the majority of you, I mean, you are Looney Tunes, baby. And I make that curve off 595 out of the turnpike, and you know, you get to that, and it's, it's not a good uh, setup really great, because you get to that point where if you're going north, you have to veer off to the right, and if you're going left toward Miami, which I come every morning, you have to like slide over into those left-hand lanes. Well, sure enough, I see these two uh, old ladies in the left-hand lane, and one of them, she's lost. She, and I understand, maybe she's confused, whatever, but the bitch behind her is going way too fast. And as I look over, I say to myself, there, there's definitely going to be a wreck there. I mean, the woman behind, this woman is coming practically to a stop because she's coming with that V in the fork in the road, okay? And the woman behind her, is, is, I'm saying to myself, there's going to be a wreck. And guess what? Bam! There's a wreck. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, boy, I mean, just floored it and got by because I'm thinking that car in front is going to come shooting off into my lane because I'm right to the right of this, okay? I'm, like, right there in the hood. And luckily, it just, I mean, it wasn't a real serious accident, but just a lot of damage, I'm sure, especially that bitch behind it was going, I mean, she's right on her ass. In fact, at one point, I looked over, I thought, you know how you see occasionally people pushing another car because the battery is dead or whatever? I thought she was pushing this car. She was right up on her rectum, and then bam! And then it got worse. Once I got on the turnpike, it was worse. I mean, people just darting in and out and honking their horn, blowing at each other, and they're just pissed off. Just relax, okay? The Furbies will still be there somewhere when the day is over, and uh, if they don't have them, your kids will still somehow survive without your goddamn Furby. In fact, those Leave It, leave it to Beaver toys are making a big hit. They're making a comeback. That's right. Get your kid a Beaver for uh, the holidays this year instead of a goddamn Furby, okay? probably have more fun with it little beaver doll 21 before noon at 560 wqam hi this is mari povich wishing you a happy hanukkah the holiday season everyone loves christmas carols but until now no one has ever written holiday songs about that other big holiday this time of year that's right i said until now introducing hanukkah carols on cd hanukkah is always right at christmas this ain't something new if you did it, now it's and you're not a Jew. Jamaica Carols on CD spins like a cradle as it gives you hours and hours of holiday music to get you into the other spirit of the season. On the eighth day of Hanukkah, my mama gave home a pound chopped liver, seven slabs of corned beef, six potato a lot of if you're tired of the old traditional songs of the holidays, here's the whole new tradition you'll get tired of almost before you know it. You better buy gifts and get them on sale. You know how we hate to pay retail. Hanukkah is coming Oi. to town. Hanukkah Carol's on CD. It's the holiday collection you just can't uh, pass over. It's 1144 560 WQAM. The reason I play that right now is in uh, honor of our good friend Sheila J. Cohen in North Miami Beach, who's a little bit slow, I guess. Sheila writes a letter to the editor this morning that says they put a little headline on it because, you know, they make up the headlines for each uh, letter to the editor, these cute little headlines. Hanukkah items hard to find in area stores, says the headline. And Sheila writes, obviously in a state of great distress, I and many others are upset that Hanukkah, mer Hanukkah merchandise is unavailable in 90% of the stores. Oi! Says Sheila. I've lived here for 30 years, and this is the first time that I can't find anything except for a few paper items. Why should stores have three or more aisles of Christmas merchandise and nothing for Hanukkah, which happens to be two weeks before Christmas, asks Sheila. 
When I asked the manager in one store, he told me they do not carry Hanukkah things or that they must be out of them. This borders on discrimination, says Sheila. Also, I've seen no advertising in any publications regarding Hanukkah, says Sheila J. Cohen in North Miami Beach. Well, Sheila, I do understand your distress. First of all, you don't understand one basic thing. It's a goyish welt, okay? You know what that means, Sheila? I think you do understand. Even the goyim understand what that means. It's a goyish world, okay? And number two, you're in North Miami Beach, Sheila. I hate to break the news to you. You may be the last one out of your block. But uh, there aren't very few. The Jews are all gone from North Miami Beach. There's all Schwarzers and Julios. Not Julios, Julios in North Miami Beach, Sheila. I hate to break the news to you. If you look around, do you see any Jews left? No. no of course not. They've all moved to Boca. they moved to uh, wherever they moved, okay, someplace else. But definitely not in North Miami Beach. Schwarzers and Julios. That's, uh, and Schwarzers and Julios don't celebrate Hanukkah, okay, Sheila? So I'm sorry. I do understand your dismay. It's a goyish event, and uh, you're in the wrong part of town. We have two open lines in Dade County, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I'll tell you one thing, I find myself most amusing, even if these people don't understand what the hell I'm talking about, I find myself very entertaining and amusing, even as arrogant and egotistical and obnoxious as that sounds, I'm kind of enjoying these last few days, because if I want to hear the goddamn truth, I listen to the sound on my own voice, and every time I say, you know, F and A, that's right, I hear what I say and I say F and A, you look in the newspapers and they have that Q and A, you're in the magazines, I do F and A, that's right. Where are we going? Here's a uh, and, and this thing with that uh, that arena. I get you know something, Wayne. I apologize. They love it. They like crap. Okay, they're very happy with the way you got it all half-assed and screwed up. They're, they love it. And next time we have a flood, by the way, don't put any drainage out there because they like putting on their wading boots. In fact, uh, even when they, even when it's dry, you got to put on your wading boots to uh, wade through all the crap at the uh, joint. Here's a mobile in North Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. Uh, I was at the Buffalo game and uh, came up chatted with you a little bit. My son and I had gone up to Toronto, right, to a real city. Yes, sir. Uh, but I wanted to chat to you about last night. I'm a season ticket holder. I sit up in the nosebleed 400s. Right. And uh, I happened to see the Panther Patrol starting that wave last night. Oh, are they the ones that started it? Yes, they were. Asshole? Directly across. Oh. Uh-huh. I'm going to start making a list mm. of people that I'm violate twice. hockey etiquette, and I'm going to start waiting for them outside. Because to start a wave at a hockey game is like a cardinal sin. Can you believe that? That is unfreaking believable. Foster Hewitt was spinning in his grave last night. <laughs> I mean, my son and I had the opportunity to take in a Maple Leaf game a few years ago. Right. We're real fans watching real hockey. Can, can you imagine hockey. the people at Maple Leaf Gardens yeah, doing exactly. the wave at a hockey game? They would ride you out of there. Oh, on my God. They'd stick your ass on a subway and send you <laughs> anywhere. I could. But I, I happen to notice them starting it directly across from you. And the, the idiots to my left that uh, also are season ticket holders, they're chiming in. And I said, do you have any idea what you're doing here? Oh, we're having fun. I said, yeah, well, that's what? Right. They're, I'm they're, not. <laughs> they're having fun. That's right. I'm that, not tr- you know, I'm trying to watch the play. He's waving and looking around. <sighs> when I noticed this guy watches very little of the game, by the way. He's not there to see the game. He's no. there to schmooze, see entertain. his friends across the way. Yeah, he's there to he's entertain there with everybody his, uh, else. Oh, uh, my God. No, I mean, if you're there to socialize, go to, uh, you know, go sit out in the goddamn lobby and socialize. It's a right. big, spacious, species lobby with tables and chairs. Go sit out there and go in the tea room and socialize. I cannot believe the people down here. They have no idea about anything about hockey etiquette. Now, every time the play comes down my end, because I sit right behind the goal, they insist on standing up. Right. Not just a breakaway, not a fight, right. not anything, but just the normal play. And a totally gotta, inappropriate, they, unacceptable they time. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, I got news for you, folks. If you all sit down, everybody can everybody see. Everybody can see, right, because the sidelines are great. That's right. 
and even up in the now, how about where you sit? Does the goal line is it visible from where you are? Uh, did you notice that the green light was on for about one third of the first period? No, I can't see that either. Okay, well that's right down. I mean, I'm looking right down at Tucknut's ass from where I was sitting, and the green that's light was on yeah. the half of the first period. No, that, was, that was Dusty Rhodes' ass. Uh, Tucknut was Dusty coming Rhodes, the second I mean, period. Right. But but I'm saying to myself, what the hell is the green light doing on? Yeah. And then all of a sudden the clocks broke. Yeah. Uh, oh, we've got four minutes left. Seven minutes on the clock. Says, oh my God! <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That, well, that one, remember that one penalty that went on for like about a right. hundred minutes? Yeah. He called out fifteen times with the time, the mm-hmm. update of the time, and I said, "Oh boy, yeah. this is a this is a professional class organization." Boy. But to, to build this multi-million-dollar state-of-the-art facility and have a clock that doesn't work. Well, just in case you haven't noticed, uh, if you look around, pal, this ain't no Toronto, okay? <laughs> just in well, case you haven't noticed. I'm, I'm clutching my passport, and I'm heading back to uh, Maple Leaf Gardens, maybe, I think. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. All right. Take care. Have now. a great life. Pal. All right. Bye-bye. See around, eh? Okay. Yeah. There you go. There's a guy who's been to a real place. See, if you've never been to a real game in a real place, then you think, hey, this is great. What's wrong with you? What are you always bitching about? What's wrong with you, man? We're having a good time. We have an open. Are we having a good time? Uh-huh. Yeah, you bet your sweet ass. Come on, come on, let's go. Get into it. Well, you sour puss, you're like Ebenezer Scrooge. It's the holidays. Come on, forget about all these details. Forget about the clock. Forget about the stupid little lights. In fact, I think what they ought to do is have like a pot stand. You know what I'm saying? If they seriously, if they would just have a weed stand at that joint. Oh, I'm sorry to use that. If they at that place. Then maybe we could solve all these problems. Everybody just light up a big fat one and uh, we'll be oblivious. We won't have any idea what's going on out there, okay? And I'm sure the BM would like that a lot. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Why did you put take on there? I can't believe that. Didn't he just call? Are you doing this for the holidays? Is George sucking up to you or what? What? Or did he put you on ahead of everybody else? He's I just called. Huh? I just called. Why shouldn't I be? God damn it. That's what I'm saying. You just called. I got 800 other people that are on here. Yeah, let them wait. Okay. I was, I was there I last night. Wait. The last couple times you've called, your material has been garbage, man. Let me, let me tell you, I've been You've been like, weak. Uh, I've been feeling like crap. I've been really crap. sick. Yeah. Why? Like crap, yeah. I, Maybe I it's that carrot juice. Maybe crap. that carrot juice is coming back again. You know something uh, for a guy? How old are you? 31. 31, right. 41. 41? Yeah, I've known you that long. No, seriously, he doesn't look 41, does he? No, I haven't seen him for like 10 years. Oh, like I said, 10 years ago, he didn't look 41. He, I would say he looked about 31, so 10 years. Hey, you look yeah, 41, yeah? No, seriously, for a guy that's had as many health problems, you don't look, uh, you know, that bad. It's been the same thing. Every freaking doctor has a different idea, but it's been the same thing. It's either, either it was Lyme disease when I was a kid up in New York, got bit by a tick, or whatever the hell they want to call it. It's the you same got thing. ticked? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. You listen, live here long enough, you'll get ticked. I took my wife for the first time. When? Since my, last night. Last night? Yeah, last night. And? She wanted to come over. We saw you. She wanted to come over and say hi. This is not, last time we saw her, we, we interrupted you and Rimmer, and Rimmer gave you a look that could kill. Hey, listen, the good news is now Rimmer's way on the other side, way upstairs. I don't get to see him hide yeah, near him during the game. I don't have to go up there and have a fake conversation with him to piss off Denise Potban. That's the only reason he ever wanted me to go up there and talk to him between periods is because he used to agitate uh, that frog Potban. That's, that's the truth. That's the only reason he used to bug me. I'd get up. I'd slept through all these people, bother them. I'd go up there. Okay, what do you want? Ah, he had nothing to say. He just wanted it to appear that we were, uh, you know, uh, conspiring or something because it pissed off Denise Potban. Fan. You could probably smell him from where you sat in the old arena. Who, Denise? Oh, I can smell him from here. Where I don't know where he is, but I can smell him from here. 
But anyway, I'm eye level looking right across at Rimmer from where I sit. When he leans over, the glare off the top of his head. Yeah. But anyway, my wife couldn't believe it. was her first time since Miami Arena. Yeah. And with the buzzers going off, the, the green light on for how long. How come we never had these problems in the Miami Arena? I mean, one, I can remember over five years, once in a blue moon, there might be a minor clock problem or there might be some little dinky problem. But generally speaking, boy, just like clockwork, everything worked in there for five years. Why is that? But i got to say, that five-minute period in the first period, that yeah. five-minute period, that was some of the most exciting stuff I've seen in right. a long time. Right, right. That made the evening, no matter what else. And then, and then we wound up with five power play goals out of the six goals, which goes to show if we could play on a power play all the time, uh, we might actually score some goals. You've got to give Rimmer credit. He touted Cicerelli for how long, and Cicerelli was he was awesome. No, no, you don't understand. It's not, he doesn't tout Dino. Dino is his personal buddy who buys him all the free meals. It's got nothing to do with that. I mean, we all know that Dino's great when he's healthy, you know, which isn't very often, but when he's healthy enough to get in there, he's great. He's, uh, you know, a, a real uh, guy. But uh, that's not Rimmer's deal with Dino. Dino buys him a lot of meals. i got to tell you, speaking of meals, I blew chunks yesterday when I heard that woman call about Rimmer and his bathrobe. Uh, I, oh. I don't want no, to tell you who that was. I don't I want to dignify. I don't want to talk about them, okay? If I would have known who it was, I mean, she's got to get a new hobby, her and her husband. They brought me a nice check for Center One, which I appreciate. But get a new hobby, okay, and stop with the Rimmer material. God, uh, ponderous, one-dimensional. In closing. Yes, sir. Good. Good. Okay. <laughs> Boy, somebody pulled a plug on him real quick. We have an open line at day two at Broward, 567-0560 and Tom 560 on the AT&T wireless line. So we took a poll. Everybody was there last night said, we're ha we had a great time, and Neil, you're an asshole. Okay? Thank you. I'll never do it again. I'll never attempt to be the spokesman because I just speak for myself, okay? And being a miserable bad guy that I am, I guess, uh, you know, takes a lot to make me happy. Five minutes till noon at 560 WQM. If holiday shopping has become a real pain in the arse. Yeah, I heard Ray Whitney say arse this morning on the uh, morning show. That was kind of cute. Nice going, Ray. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Girl, are you lonely? Do you sit around weekends waiting for the phone to ring so you can just talk to somebody? Can you only date after dark? Well, if you answered yes to these questions, you're probably a pig. If that's the case, don't stick your head in the oven just yet. We have a plan for you. Just call Romance for the Nearly Blind. Our helpful representatives will find a compatible mate for you that is nearly or totally blind. Just one phone call to 1-800-IC-FUZZY, and you can be in the arms of the man of your dream. And he wears cool shades. So call today. Don't delay. That's 1-800-IC-FUZZY. Probably known at 560 WQAM. As a matter of fact, I did hear uh, Ray Whitney on with uh, the worst team this morning. I heard the whole interview. And then I heard, uh, of course, as usual, Joe's got to get into the personal thing and actually met Ray's girlfriend, soon-to-be wife, and uh, talking about how lovely she was and beautiful. And thank God Ray Whitney's got not only a pair but a good sense of humor. Ray Whitney has a pair! Because Joe's, I mean, Joe must not have much of a sex life at home. You know what I'm saying? He must, uh, because he seems to be getting a vicarious thrill through everybody else's. We have two open lines in day two in Broward. You almost get the feeling he wants to watch Ray and his fiance, uh, you know, engage in the, uh, yeah, in the act. I, I, I'll hang out for that. Two open lines in day two in Broward. Five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. It's called a group grope, I think is what it's called. Here's uh, Delray Beach. Hello. Julio for Elvis. Yes. I'm going to Graceland. You're going to Graceland? This summer with my wife. Yeah. Can't wait. Okay, great. Have a good time. Okay, there's the guys going to Graceland. We got one call left in the board. 
One call left on the board here this morning. Holy moly, we've been smoking along here like doing a real show, and all of a sudden you just run to that brick wall every day right about this time. We run into a goddamn brick wall. All Elvis, all day, baby. Man, these people suck. Okay, that's just a warning, okay? Seems to have worked. <laughs> Seems to have worked like that. That was better than uh, threatening to put Mike Spindell on here doing trivia. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Man, I was at that game yesterday. I was sitting in section 118. Let me tell you, it was the game of hell for me. I had the lady next to me. I couldn't sit all the way back. So the goal side for the full time they shot, I couldn't see all the see where it was their back. And I couldn't say nothing, so I stayed quiet. I had three guys rose up saying, let's go, Panthers. Yeah. The whole game, uh-huh. shut up. <laughs> so finally, it gets to the third period, and I'm frustrated with the clock. I am just ticked off. Yeah. I'm screaming, I'm rambling, I'm ranting on. The guy gets up and tells me, hey, buddy, why don't you shut up and look at the game? Oh, that's it. I, was, I got up. My friend holds me down. It, it was incredible. How could you go to a game? And have this annoying guy behind you the whole time. Uh, they, they don't. They don't care. You don't understand it. They do things by rote. And like, like, uh, like after they called about a hundred penalties on Ottawa in the first minute, we wind up scoring four goals. They finally start evening things out. They call one penalty on us, and all of a sudden these assholes to my right say, "Hey, ref, you suck." And I'm thinking to myself, they just gave us four goals, okay? They just gave us four phantom goals there in five minutes, and you're doing, "Hey, ref, you suck." It's like they're they're automatons. You know, like a little bell goes off and they uh, automatically respond. I'm gonna tell you that clock thing was just the most annoying thing. In, not annoying, it was embarrassing. That embarrassing. And then I'm looking over where you're sitting at, because I was right across from you, Section 118. Right. And, and and there's this huge, humongous guy sitting in front of you with this black shirt. I'm like, poor Neil. I, I, I don't think he can see what it is. No, no, there wasn't a huge guy sitting in front of me. This guy's not a big guy. This guy's just a guy who doesn't care that the rest of us want to watch the hockey game. And he's waving to people, and he's got his arms up in the air like half of the game, and he's talking to people standing in the aisle while the game is going on. And I, I just, I've just reached the point where I can't deal with it. There's too much left in the season. I'm not going to put up with that crap. I had the whole kindergarten line behind me. I had, like, five kids jumping on the chairs. One kid kicking my chair. Yeah. Turn around and told the lady, would you I think your... that everybody should be forced to. They ought to have like a nursery section. Everybody drop off your little punky kids in the nursery and keep them out of our puss. Take up the Stanleys up there. It's empty anyways. Yeah, exactly. Take them to the bar and put them on a bar stool right exactly. now. Exactly. Okay, pal. All right, man. Have a great one. I mean, I, you know, I, you don't want to alienate the people who sit around. Yeah, I did see Andy the whale across there. We see Andy all the time. Nice going, Andy. He looked a little pie-eyed by the third period, as usual. He's a good guy. I didn't see any of the other people that we used to sit with. Didn't see the Kleinbergs last night over there. I did see Dr. Mark. That's Dr. Mark number two, by the way. But, boy, oh, boy, it just, uh, I don't know, not like it used to be. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, what's your problem with Joe? Okay, Woody. Don't Listen, don't waste your time calling me every day with the same whiny, obnoxious voice, okay? Yesterday, he's Joe DiMaggio's boyfriend. He's going to come down here with Joe Rose's brother-in-law and kick my ass. And today, he's, what's your problem? What's your problem, okay? Can't find a goddamn life? Huh? They got a search party looking between your legs and can't find anything but a smooth spot? Is that the problem, Woody? Or whichever chronic that was? The QAM van is there. Oh, the QAM van. Now, it's University in Broward. University in Broward, northeast corner, Shell Station. Exactly where I thought he would be. Great. Excellent choice, Chris. T-shirts, buttons, D&H stickers, dolphin t-shirts. You're mumbling again. Mm-hmm. 
Dolphins t-shirts, and what are we Dolphins doing with those? What is it? What are we doing with those? Selling them, hawking them. Everything's 20 bucks. Or they can just drop some money off and not take anything. Okay, great. So we got the Best of Neil CDs and cassettes. We got the uh, Best of Neil uh, t-shirts and Dolphin t-shirts. 20 bucks a pop for center one. Or you can just drop off a check, donation, cash, whatever. Chris Reed will take it. And he's right at the northeast corner of uh, University and Broward in the QAM van right now at the Shell Station there, you know, right the, next to the animal hospital that I don't go to anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Right across from the uh, uh, convenience store where several of the plantation cops hang out doing the coffee all night later. Oh, I'm sorry. Good, good spot there. Right kitty corner across from the Broward Mall. University and Broward. Go by and uh, let's raise a few thousand today. Come on. Get with it. Open line of day one in Broward. 5670560. Pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Pahokee. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Um, I was a guy. I came by and said about a five-second hello to you last night. Gave you a check for 25 bucks. Thank you. you yes, sir. Thanks very much. There was a lady in front of me. Now, this, this has got to be what's wrong with this town. I think I found out. This is in a nutshell. This lady in front of me last night, when the clock went out, yeah. she looked at her husband and says, how are we going to know when to leave now? <laughs> <laughs> I almost died. Well, you do notice that in a game that was uh, getting more and more uh, nervous and excited, like uh, well, it got to be 5-5 five, five and like uh, everybody left. There were like 5,000 of us left with uh, five minutes right. left in the game. I don't, I don't understand that. What is the purpose of going? And then, of course, you say to yourself, obviously, because it was something to do and they don't really care that much. They right. have no uh, interest or understanding or passion for it. And uh, it's time to go bye-bye, you know. I look over at my wife and I said it loud enough so she could hear it. I said, how about when the game's over? Right. And they both turned around and looked at me like, I could, like they could have just killed me. Like, a, like I was some kind of an asshole. I, I still don't get it. I don't understand these people. I mean, what's the point of going uh, I know. if you don't care who wins or loses or what the outcome is? I can understand, you know, if it was 5 nothing. Okay, I, I'd be leaving after the second period if sure. it was 5 nothing. Even with us, uh, you know, we can't blow that lead in the third period, I don't think. Almost, almost did. No, but well, it was never five nothing though. All right, yeah. If Melanie would have got, wouldn't have gotten that stupid penalty and Whitney would have gotten his other goal, then it would have been. Well, that's all I got. Okay, pal. Great talking to you. See ya. Bye. And thanks again. Yeah, some very nice people came by with checks last night, and uh, one guy with 40, uh, no, two guys with 20 bucks in cash. And yes, sir, the uh, cash did get into our uh, center one thing, okay? I'm sure that there's some people that go, oh, gee, shall I give them cash? Trust me, okay? I'm making, I'm scratching out a few bucks. Today was payday, so I didn't have to steal the $40, okay? You can trust me with your cash. Trust me with just about anything, all right? All depending on what you look like. It's uh, eight minutes afternoon at 560 WQAM. You want a great pair of shoes? One place you can be guaranteed you can't miss. Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. They've been helping everybody in town fit and uh, walk around like a real mensch for over 19 years now with the best and uh, hottest styles and with the best brand names and unbeatable prices, too. A combination that's unbeatable. Don't just go buy a pair of shoes in some little uh, mom-and-pop uh, shoe store on the street corner. You'll be walking around like uh, Rumpelstiltskin, okay? You want to walk around in real comfort and style? It's Brandy's, where you'll find over 30,000 pair of famous name shoes in the hottest styles going. Florsheim, Sabago, Dexter, Bostonian, Echo, Easy Spear, Clarks, SAS, they got them all. They're the largest retailer of Rockport shoes in the entire state of Florida. So get your feet and your ass into Brandy's and let their experienced staff help you fit you upright with a great-looking and great-fitting pair of shoes. Brandy's at 1290 Federal Highway in Pompano Beach, where you can drive your car right up to the front door or call them at 954-943-9667. If they have to special order something for you, no problem. They'll do it no extra charge. You'll be walking around in those great new shoes in no time at all. Great shoes, great selection, and unbeatable prices always waiting for you at Brandy's in Pompano. Okay, thank you. It's 11 after noon at 560 WQAM. We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Chris Reed in the QM van up there at Shells in the corner of University and Broward Boulevard with our best of stuff. Just stop by there, okay? Just up the zip on in here, maybe get some gas if you need to get some uh, gas, or maybe Chris has got some hell on you. 
and drop off a check or get uh, some CDs, Dolphin T-shirts, Best of Neal T-shirts. Let's raise, like I said, $2, 3000000 million there today. And get your checks in the mail, okay? Like I said, if we can average $1,000 a day combined, I mean, that should be not that difficult. Should it? Between the Internet sales and between well, all the borders, eight stores, and between uh, the checks that are, uh, you know, coming in the mail, dribbling in. Yeah, they're dribbling is what they're doing. To uh, WQM Center 1, 20295 Northwest 2nd Avenue, Miami, 33169. Make the check out to Center 1 in any amount. And uh, what did I leave out? And the website and uh, and calling uh, Center 1 directly, 564-563-3600. Put all that together. And if we can't raise an average of a grand a day these last 21 days before the new year, then there's something really, really rotten in this town. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Neil. Yes. How you doing, sir? Great. Uh, you know, uh, some of the electrical problems we're having down there at the arena uh, might actually be uh, uh, glitches in the electrical engineering, so they might have to do some major reconstruction, which means you won't see improvement probably the next season if they're working on it. Really? Yeah. Because wow. a lot of that wiring. Oh runs, my God. Yeah. A lot of that wiring runs through the walls, which means they have to break it down in order to repair. Yeah, but it comes to find out that the uh, goal lights problem is because they've got it angled or tilted or uh, they got it wrong, so that people sitting on one whole side of the place can't even see it. So that's not an electrical problem. In addition to which, how come how come it's only the uh, time situation that they got a problem with? All the other graphics and the really complicated stuff, the pictures up there on the uh, scoreboard, they never go out. They're fine. They, all the ads that they put up there, that works great. Well, I really don't know. I haven't been down there, but I know that, you know, some of those problems could be uh, because of the wiring, which is internal. So yeah. that could be a problem. Well, let's just tear the thing down and build it over again. <laughs> All right, Neil. Take care. Okay. It only costs another 200 But Well, you know, inflation is probably up to $250 million by now. We'll just tear the sucker down and start all over again. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one line. Let me say it again. It's, it's part of this whole ambiance of assholes making 10 and 15 and 20 million dollars a year who can't even spell their goddamn name right and the public's supposed to subsidize it and then the uh, public's supposed to subsidize the building of all these arenas and stadiums oh we want a stadium we want it you know and then you go ahead and do it and uh... they give you a half-assed uh, product not acceptable okay maybe all these other uh, bum forkers out there maybe it's acceptable to them but it is not acceptable to oh, God. and that's the only damn thing that counts okay so guys get your ass uh, get your act together over there will you please like I'm hallucinating, like I'm fantasizing, like I'm just making things up. Bush League, baby. Here's Pompano. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I know, I wouldn't call it a problem, but I know that what your personal opinion is of uh, Dennis Potvin. What do you think of him as a player in his day? He was great. He was a great player, yeah. wasn't he? Well, there are a lot of great players who are assholes. Uh, absolutely. I mean, as a person, he's an asshole. Yeah, but as a player, he was a great, he's a Hall of Flamer. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think he was what I mean, as, as, as a person, I think, you know, he's, he's a dumb frog, which... Uh, a lot of poops in your jersey. You know, he, uh, he adds nothing to the telecast. I mean, there's no question about that. He's, you know, he doesn't even understand the game when you listen to him talk on the TV. Right. So uh, he, he adds nothing. I was just wondering what, what you felt about him. Was he worthy of the Hall of Fame? And oh, absolutely. I definitely one consider him. a great defenseman in the history of the game, but he's also Dumb jock. one of those, too. Would you say he's top ten all-time defenseman? Oh, absolutely. if you just include defenseman, sure. Just defenseman? Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, I just wanted to know because... Great player, but like I said before, a lot of great players were, uh, you know, uh, just... Dumb jock. We have an open line at Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, and pound 560 on a mobile. Well, what kind of person, you know, would, would say the things that he says on the air? Like, I feel really, really sick. Yeah, what, what kind of a uh, intelligent person would say that on the air and then sit there like with a straight puss? 
while Rimmer's trying to scrape himself up off the floor. You know, what kind of an asshole blurts that out on, on a broadcast, on television, no less? Even on radio, we don't say that, but on television to say... I feel really, really sick. I mean, you're dealing dumb frog, DF, okay? Two openings in date, if you move real quickly, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, does uh, I think you have any um, interest in the TV program, like on Channel 40 with the Panthers? Because last night, uh, on the uh, period, second period, yeah. we missed the last five minutes of the game. No audio, nothing, just a picture of the, of the cat. Of the Panther, that was it. Why is that? I don't know. I have no idea. They, then they came back uh, during the intermission and said, "Sorry about the difficulty." How's that possible? It must. Have, I don't understand how that's possible because they were showing it right there on the screen in front of us. Yeah, but like, you know, I was I was at home watching last night and yeah. I missed the last I'd say four minutes and thirty seconds of the second period. So you did of oh, the second period. Right, second period. Oh, and then, well, you're the first person to call about it, so the rest of these people must have been in a coma. Maybe they went out for twenty or thirty more beers <laughs> at that point. <laughs> No, I'm just saying at home when I was watching the TV. Well, yeah, Sports YouTube. Channel, Wayne owns Sports Channel, right. so you put all that together and it fits right in. It ties in perfectly like a rubber glove. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. Okay, I thanks, thanks call for the good that. news. They may not be good, but at least they're consistent. They're technically inept, so they ought to be all working over here, I guess. We're up to a whopping $20 at the QAM van location. And Chris says if they buy anything, they'll give you a Dolphin T-shirt for free. So, in other words, what you're saying is we're starting out very, very slowly, is what you're saying over there at the corner of your... Huh? It's weak, yeah. Well, but isn't this the way these things always start out? See, what Chris has got to understand, when we go to one of these locations with a van, this happens every time we do this, is that, you know, people are not all gathered around on that street corner, unfortunately. There are people who are, like, in various parts. Isn't this happen every single time? And they have to drive a mile or two miles in the middle of this uh, holiday shopping insane traffic, and then they'll get there. And everybody who gets uh, so he'd give a dolphin T-shirt to anybody and everybody who buys any of our best of stuff and comes up with the twenty bucks, which is great. And we've also got some D&H bumper stickers and the uh, Neil uh, pins and other uh, stuff that we've got that have nothing to do with QAM. Thank God, we've got all that stuff over there in the QM van. And Chris is starting to get impatient. He's getting itchy again over there. Okay, Corner University, the northeast corner University in Broward, right there by the Shell Station, the big QAM van, which is so conspicuous and obvious. Where are you, people? Okay, we're starting to get real concerned about this, aren't we? No. Yes, we are. We're starting to get real impatient. We want you over there now. We want your money now, God damn it. You're right. There ought to be a line. They ought to be lined up there like they were giving away free gas. Well, let's just make that up, okay? No, I don't think we want to do that. They might not let us come back and use their uh, facility. Yeah, well, how about this kind of free gas? There you go. We'll give you some of that. Two open lines in, uh, on the board. I don't want to say in date because, that's uh, see, that's my problem. That is one of the problems. I've been doing that for 11 and a half months now, and I'm not right. It's uh, somewhere, right? Because they just pop up wherever the hell they pop up, like a zit. They just pop up anywhere. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. We pay for it. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Great. Quick uh, traffic alert. A uh, minivan overturned on uh, I-75 in Pines. There's Furbies everywhere. So oh, right. Great. Okay. Thanks for the good news. One open line and uh, whatever that is. Okay. Five, six, seven. I'm, I got to stop doing that. That's I'm creating part of my own problem. I keep doing that, and that's a bad mistake, Mister. You see, you're making a lot of bad mistakes. It's almost the new year. Make a resolution right now. You're going to stop making these bad mistakes, like coming on this morning in the belly aching about the truth, telling it like it is about that Macarena, about that two hundred million dollar uh, disaster. It looks great. Don't get me wrong. It looks beautiful. It is spanking. It is. Uh, I mean, just immaculate. But nothing works. Oh, see, there you go. You're a prick. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. 
uh, the stocking stuffers for your discs and CDs and best of. That's great. It's a great idea to get a bunch of stuff and, uh, you know, give them, give them to the kids, give them to the neighborhood, whatever. Right, stuff them, that's right. Nice stuffers. Um, something you talked about yesterday, didn't get through uh, because it was busy. People were jumping all up and down on the lines. And uh, something you said really hit me about the basketball players and their charity and their millions of dollars and their $400 million and on and on. Yeah, it's a charity for themselves. The charity gets 15% and they divvy up all the rest. What a great charity that is. You know, one of the things that minor league baseball did that worked really well when the baseball players were striking and stuff is if you really have your basketball Jones and you really want to see some ball, and I know this sounds self-serving because I happen to teach at a local college, but these schools, the Palm Beach Community College, FIU, FAU, they, they, they have 500 people, 800 people go. They're playing good basketball. The kids play their hearts out. But go, go watch a college game for nothing or for a couple of bucks. That's, yeah. that's what people ought to do. Mm-hmm. Those kids are giving it their all. And, and I know these other guys with these stupid phony exhibition things, they act like uh, there are a whole bunch of there's a whole class of people in America who can't survive without seeing them. That's exactly. how careful they and are. That's, I somehow can't, we can't survive without them. And I can't get that. How can you feel for these people that make this kind of money? I don't. You can't. You can't possibly unless you're a moron, unless you're a masochist. The public relations behind it is so stupefyingly yeah. dumb that they haven't done something better than what they're doing. Right. Amazing. One more thing. Last now, year, now they want the Supreme Court to intervene, by the way. Do you see that? They want the Supreme Court as if we don't have enough other inequities and problems in America. Now they're asking the Supreme Court. That's what uh, uh, Elijah Wan says today. He says, uh, Hakeem, be saying, we want the Supreme Court to uh, intervene and straighten this uh, mess unbelievable. out. Unbelievable. I mean, just unbelievable. They're on the verge of getting the goddamn president impeached for getting a blowjob. And then the Supreme Court says, <laughs> no, seriously. And the Supreme Court supposed to be worried about a bunch of seven-foot freaks in the NBA? No, it's, it's pathetic. That's the priorities in America again, man. And, you know, they do have some smart people doing marketing for these folks. How can they advise their management? How can they, as good public relations people, not advise their management what they're doing to themselves? Right. That's the thing. Well, hey, listen, uh, more power to it. I hope they keep it up, and I hope uh, everybody just gets fed up and say to them. And before my material runs out, last year I had called you, and you were very sympathetic about these bunch of boat scammers that took about 30, 40 people for their, all their boat and their money in, in Broward County, and you just should know that finally the state's attorney's office, after two years, arrested all these crooks and... Uh, Going to put them away, I guess. Oh! All right. A bunch of us that lost our money, but still, the state only only regulates uh, people who sell boats under 30 feet. That means people that sell yachts, people that buy yachts, they, they get regulation on dealers. But we, we folks who buy the little fishing boats and stuff, we get we can get screwed, and the state doesn't do anything about it. It's it's really a crime. Welcome to Florida, man. All right, man. Okay, congratulations. Thanks. See ya. Okay, we have uh, 72 open lines, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. <laughs> Even Elvis says he's flaming. How do you like that? Oh, don't want to get those people upset again, the ones that were calling you off the air yesterday, getting psychotic. Oh, dare him say that about the king, about Elvis. I had a guy come up to me last night who uh, used to live in Memphis who told me that every time his friends would come into town, they would schlep him, they would force uh, him. And he said, actually, it's a, it's a great thing, but not for the reason that those people go there. He says, it's a freak show. All these toothless old bags, these fat old trailer park uh, trash. Uh, he said, that's really the majority of what shows up there at Graceland. So you people can call me and lie through your teeth and tell me about all the hot babes that are there and what a great time it is. And, man, this is, uh, you know, I'd rather go to the Sawgrass, you know, and, and send, uh, wander around and try to figure out what everybody's doing there and what the big attraction is. I'd rather do that than waste my time going to Graceland to see the king, king in a box. I'd rather go to Jack in a box and get a goddamn E. coli burger than go see the king in a box. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I was scanning the band last night and heard a live bulb. They got ESPN radio on there all night. Did they change their format? On where? On the live bulb last night. 1400. I have no idea. 
Oh, you're, you're, you're the one that can pick that thing up at night? Well, it was across the street. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they changed their format a few months ago. They've, uh, I, I don't know what they're doing. Well, I, just heard you. I didn't know if you knew that or not. Well, thanks for the good news. Okay, Dick Farkle got fired at the BZT in Palm Beach. Oh! Rick and Suds are going to be back to doing mornings on uh, the Stupid Talk Network on INZ. Oh! And uh, Brooke, uh, what's her name? <laughs> Babbling Brooke is going to be doing afternoon <laughs> drive over there. Boy, that, that Pete Bolger, man, this guy. And you know this Charles Kennedy, the Republican on the uh, Judiciary Committee, the bald-headed geek with the glasses? If, if he and Pete Bolger aren't identical twins, because every time I look at him, I say to myself, he's an asshole. And I think of Pete Bolger right away. I mean, I don't know if Charles Kennedy is a backstabber, because we know that Pete Bolger, in addition to being... He's an asshole. He's also a real uh, chronic backstabber and liar and a piece of garbage. But other than that, where are we going? Here's a mobile in uh, Miami. Hello? Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I went to the uh, went to the Macarena last night. Yes? With my uh, three-year-old son. I go up to the counter and buy a soda and some food and a couple of beers. Yeah. I buy the kitty soda for two bucks. Right. And, you know, my son's three years old. He can't drink that much soda. The lady tells me, oh, we don't have any tops for that soda. Mm-hmm. I said, well, wait a minute. I, I thought you guys had tops for sodas now. She says, well, we do, but it's for the, uh, you know, it's for the 325 soda. Right. You only, if, you only, if you spend under three bucks, they're not going to give you no lid. That's right. Yeah. You know, I, so I got to stand there for 15 minutes while she finds the right cup, pours the soda in there, gets the top for it, mm-hmm. you know, and then, then they give me two warm beers for 10 bucks. Right. It's, it's amazing. I'll tell you, that place is such a, such a scam. Yeah, I, I never even, other than to go take a leak, I never go in the hallway because, uh, you know, the idea of going and getting into that overpriced, lukewarm garbage food is so ludicrous to me. I mean, I'm just not interested in being raped this year, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And boy, I tell you what, if it wasn't for that five-minute power play, we would have gotten blown off the ice last night. Yeah, thank God for that. And I'll tell you, if it wasn't for Ottawa playing in Tampa the night before, see, we get lucky very often because a lot of these teams, the schedule favors us because usually when they come down to Florida for the two games back-to-back, they play in Tampa first, and then they play here the second night back-to-back as opposed to us that had uh, off since Saturday. And uh, it was very obvious to me that they were really out of gas, Ottawa. But then once we let them start getting back into the game, they kind of got interested again, and uh, damn near blew it. It was uh, pretty embarrassing. Yeah. And thank God for waiting. Right so I got to go. Okay, Sam. So how are we? We up to forty bucks yet over there, or what? Oh, seriously. I mean, he gets a little overreactive, Chris. We'll get some people over there, maybe, and if not, then we can uh, chew him an ass, okay? But don't show up there in like thirty seconds later. We only got twenty bucks, okay? Like thirty minutes later, if we only got twenty bucks, then we're going to go up there and give him hell and raise some uh, real havoc. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line twelve twenty six at QAM. If you where do you find Ed Kaplan? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. You're in drinking chubby and blow up the whole goddamn place. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a
1231 and 560WQ. The reason I play that, somebody faxes me something relatively cute, I think. Saddam Hussein and Bill Clinton meet up in Baghdad for the first rounds of talks in a new peace process. When Bill sits down, he notices three buttons on the side of Saddam's chair. They begin talking. After about five minutes, Saddam presses the first button. A boxing glove springs out of the box on the desk and punches Clinton in the face. Confused, Clinton carries on talking as Saddam laughs. A few minutes later, the second button is pressed. This time, a big boot comes out and kicks Clinton in the uh, shin. Again, Saddam laughs, and again, Clinton carries on talking, not wanting to put the bigger issue off uh, peace between the two countries. But when the third button is pressed, another boot comes out and kicks Clinton in the privates. He's finally had enough, knowing he can't do much without functioning well. Then, I'm going back, he tells the Iraqi. We'll finish these talks in two weeks. A fortnight passes, and Saddam flies to the U.S. for talks. As the two men sit down, Hussein notices three buttons on Clinton's chair and prepares himself for the Yanks' revenge. They begin talking, and Bill presses the first button. Saddam ducks, but nothing happens. Clinton snickers. A few seconds later, he presses the second button. Saddam jumps up, but again, nothing happens. Clinton roars with laughter. When the third button is pressed, Saddam jumps up again. Again, nothing happens. Clinton falls on the floor in a fit of hysterics. Forget this, says Saddam. I'm going back to Baghdad. Clinton says through tears of laughter, What Baghdad? All right. All right. There you go. Kick their ass, baby. Blow them into the Stone Age. By the way, Bob Lincoln, and I usually avoid mentioning these taxes he sends me, but I just do mention this because this is pretty astonishing for people that are looking for some place to go on their holiday uh, week. They got Christmas week to New Year's off. There's a special from Martin Neer. You can fly from Miami to Amsterdam, round trip, coach, of course, 199 bucks. Leaves from Miami December 24th, 25th, and 26th. Returns December 30th, 31st, or January 1st, New Year's Day. Wow. But must be ticketed by tomorrow, December 11th. So maybe you want to call Bob Lincoln. Should I give him a plug, George? Nine? Yeah, sure. Not, well, I'll give him another one of those travel books if I do, I guess. And maybe right. some more of those that can fight him. Big brown round one. Or drop a big uh, brown one. Uh, let's see. What is it? 305-947-0262. Bob Lincoln at uh, Link Travel, VIP Link Travel. And he's got all the details. He can hook you up. A trip to Amsterdam, round trip, 199 bucks. It'll be a little on the chilly side, but you'll warm up real fast over there, I assure you, for uh, Christmas to uh, New Year's Day. Okay, we have uh, 20 open lines on the board, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Mobile in Davy. Going once. Going twice. I guess their horse ran off. Here's a mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Long gone. Okay. Now to one call on the board. The all uh, the, these people are spastic, baby. They're spastic. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. How are we doing over there at the Shell Station, by the way, on the University in Broward, on the northeast corner there, in uh, Plantation? Getting any updates? Maybe Chris is too busy uh, peddling merchandise and taking checks to give any updates. We hope. We pray. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, the sports down here sucks, so I'm not even going to talk about that. Uh, I just wanted to bring up something to you. I don't know if you know this. Uh, it involves drugs, obviously, but did you know that if you are caught with, I think it's more than four hits of acid, it's considered a conspiracy to overthrow the government? Yeah, man. Yeah. I had no clue. Mm -hmm. I had no clue. A cop had pulled me over. I mean, he didn't catch me with anything, but I had acid because a friend told me about that. Yeah. And I, I asked the cop, and he says yes. And I said, why is that? He says, because at any time you can... Uh, slip it into Clint's meal or drink, and right. And, Even though he may like, be a long distance away, that's correct. Exactly. You slip it in no, there. No matter what, and and it, it it's like thirty years in jail, mm -hmm. thirty years to life. 
and it's a conspiracy to overthrow the government. And if you have uh, Dennis Leary record in the car and they see that name Leary, they're going to get real nervous, too. I think that's 60 years if you have both. Okay, 17 open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's another, by the way, I meant to mention this the other day when it was in the paper letter to the editor, which I never missed them because there's always one or two gems, usually on a ridiculous side. Stephen Verady in Atlantis. Where is Atlantis? Is there a place down here called Atlantis? The water park, but I didn't know that. No, no, this is a place, like a, you know, allegedly. Maybe, maybe uh, Stephen's the only one in Atlantis. Maybe it's right next to Uranus. He says, I was pleased to attend the Florida Panthers' wonderful November 22nd hockey game against the Philadelphia Flyers. Well, it wasn't really that wonderful, uh, Stephen, because we lost the game. But nevertheless, hockey is an intrinsically violent game with a certain amount of physical contact built into the rules and regulations. This I can understand, he says. But I'm bothered to see how excited and animated the fans become when there is fighting on the ice. Well, okay, you got a point. However, here's the best part of Stephen's letter. I'm really bothered when at the beginning of the game, the mascot comes out of the ice with a dummy of the opposing team and pounds and hammers it in a gratuitously violent manner. The dummy gets trampled and eventually its head comes off. The mascot then kicks the head off the ice to wild cheering applause. Is this not an incitement to violence or riot? Is this what fans want their children to see, uh-huh. to appreciate, uh-huh. and to weave into the fabric of their lives? Uh-huh. Welcome to America, Stephen, in Atlantis, wherever you are, okay? I think Stephen's getting a little bit carried away, don't you? I mean, he's starting to pick on, uh, you know, on the Panther mascot now. What the hell is his name, the Panther mascot? Uh, what is his name? Uh, I'm sorry, Stanley C. Panther. See, i got to answer all my own questions today. That's something you should know about. I should know about Stanley C. Panther. Of course. You don't have to be a hockey fan to know Stanley C. Panther. I mean, it's either Stanley C. Panther or Todd Rundgren. Take your pick. Or Todd Tungan on Channel 10, one or the other. Who is Todd Tungan? Here's a mobile implantation. Hello, Brian Norcross. Hello. Hello, man. How are you Yes, sir. Okay. Good. I just left Borders. I'm sorry. I just left uh, Chris over to the Shell Station. You're the one. I was the one. I was was the fifth sale. I was your fifth sale. Right. Thank you. God bless you. Got to got my CD, got a free T-shirt, got my BM uh, button, and, and it was uh, painless, I bet, huh? It was beautiful. Just walked right in, hand them all the money, and uh, take off with some great yeah, stuff. That's the way we like it. Just give us your money and take off. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, you know, you had a problem with borders out here in Sunrise, as if you didn't know. Oh, uh, I was in there a couple of days ago to look for some uh, for a CD, and yeah. uh, you know, usually they have a nice little display up there somewhere, and uh, you can. Find the stuff, walk in there, give me your money, walk out. Yeah. I walked in a couple of days ago, and uh, not, no display. It's not no behind the counter? Nope. I didn't look behind the counter. Usually they had it in the center aisle by the... Uh, no, I think they got it right behind the counter now, so you can't miss it, you know, if you're, you know, I think. Well, I got I to ask somebody, and she kind of directed me, and was more interested in trying to sell me a cup of coffee or something. Uh-huh. So... Well, they better get their act straight now because we're going to be there Saturday, December 19th, the week from Saturday, and they better be, you know, from noon to two, and they better really be on top of it, we hope. Yeah, otherwise, we'll tear them okay. down with you. There you go. Thanks for your help, pal. Okay, bye. Okay, so there you go. We're up to 180 bucks. That's pretty meager. We ought to have a line out there at University and Broward. That's a real heavy, busy intersection there. That's a great spot to be. Right kitty corner from the Broward Mall. Everybody's out shopping. Everybody's driving around. Stop over there for a couple of minutes and come up with some cash for us, okay, for Center One? I mean, if he goes out there today and wastes his time for less than 500 bucks, I'm going to be pissed off. Chris is going to be pissed off. We're going to be fired up and pissed off, okay? So let's get with it. 180 bucks, that sounds like nine people so far. That's not like a, you know, like a, uh, it's like last night. One of the, one of the guys in the arena, the ushers are very nice to me. They know who I am. They ask me, you know, these pain in the ass people, do you mind if they come and say hello and get an autograph? I say, no, they're all very nice, fine, no problem. 
So some, one of them, uh, who was like one of the hot shots, come down to me uh, late in the first period. He says, a lot of people have checks for you, and we've told them uh, your seat location. Is that okay? And I said, sure, great. So I expected when the first period ended, and then maybe when the second period, I thought I have a line of 100 people there. I thought we were going to raise about five grand last night. And again, I thank the people that did show up, but uh, was it like a tremendous... Uh, no. No, it was not. You know, you saw how many checks I brought there, like, uh, you know, seven or eight, including uh, two or three for a hundred bucks a piece. So it wasn't like there was some gigantic groundswell, but you have to keep pushing and prodding and squeezing and begging, and sooner or later, maybe we'll get there. 20 before 1 at 560 WQM. Want to score some pot? So I gave out Bob Lincoln's number, try to be a nice guy, and then comes to find out somebody who was dying to go to uh, Amsterdam at the uh, holiday time and take advantage of that 199 holiday special for Martin Air. They called that number, and we called the number, too, and guess what? We get a recording. We're sorry, but uh, whatever the uh, deal is. So what's the story on that? Trying to give you a little plug there, Bob Lincoln, get you a little bit of business. But that number has been disconnected. It's out of order. What did the recording say? It said, uh, you're an idiot, you suck. And don't ever call this number again. Okay, here's the toll-free number for Martin Air if you want to book direct with them and avoid Bob. Because I'm trying to help you out, Bob. Don't hold it against me. I gave out a number that evidently I don't know what the deal is. Martin Air's toll-free number is 1-800-627-8462. 1-800-627-8462. You must book it by tomorrow, by the way, is the deadline. So thank God he faxed me this today. You want to go to Amsterdam from Miami, depart December 24, 5 or 6, and return December 30, 31st and the 1st, which is like a holiday week. Boy, what a great way. Give yourself a holiday. Get 199 bucks round trip in coach, of course. Okay, where are we going? Let's go to uh, Hollywood. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I got a spot report for you. Yes. From Belgrade. Yeah. Juan Jesus Fritas. He says he's digging and he'll be out before Christmas. Who? Juan Jesus Fritas. Juan Jesus, is Mitas? Fletus. Oh, Fletus. Yeah, okay, thank you. Get the name right, okay? Nice try. 
We're up to 320, by the way. All right, we're up to 320. Let's hear it. Oh! We're in the corner of University and Brown. Like I said, I want 500. If Chris has to stay there till 3 in the morning, what are you laughing about? He's got nothing else to do. If he stays there till uh, this time tomorrow, as a matter of fact, we're going to get 500 bucks out of you cheap bastards if it's the last goddamn thing we do. In fact, the more the merrier on our way to a... See, we're going to have to come up with creative ways to goose up so we make sure we get that 1000 bucks a day. Because we can't count just on those people down there in the Grove <laughs> to go to Borders. And I mean, what is that all about? You know, back in the beginning of this thing, back October 1, I started looking at the individual stores to see, you know, Kendall was kicking ass, Plantation was kicking ass. But uh, the Grove, of all places, man, 40 bucks two weeks ago. And then last week, uh, 140 bucks, one of the very lowest. I mean, Boynton and... Uh, Boynton and uh, Boca. Well, Boca, we're doing pretty good. Boynton, we don't. We understand. How many listeners have we got in Palm Beach County? Eight. And Boynton Beach isn't exactly like right in the heartland of where most of the action is, okay? But Coconut Grove? Huh? Maybe Jack Campbell's got everybody, like, uh, locked up in his house or something. Let's get going down there, okay, in the Grove at Borders and get with the program, you jackasses, you silly uh, clowns. I want to say queens, silly clowns. And you people from the other side of the tracks, we know you got your money. We want some of it, okay? We want some right now and the money, too. So 380, you said? Is that what you said? So let me add up. I'm, I'm keeping this thing right up to date like we do it. Huh? 320. Oh, 320. Don't get carried away, Fats. Oh, okay, sorry. 79,246. I mean, that's right up to date at this moment, except, of course, what's in the stores and what's on the Internet. So you know damn well we're over 80. You can start smelling it. Once we get to 90, then you can smell it real good. You know what I'm saying? And then once we get to like about nine, a little over 90 grand, then you know that that's when we'll get the phone call from Naples and the Beasley people will say, okay, whatever you're short, whatever you come up short from that 100 grand deal, because we... <laughs> what, are, what are you laughing about? George is in there. He's laughing so hard he just rolled over on the floor and he's like uh, grabbing himself. <laughs> well, why do you find that so amusing? Don't you think that these people are going to do that? No. If we come up like five, six grand short, wouldn't it be the beautiful thing of the Beasleys? Don't you remember that day several months ago? When, which one was it? Bruce Beasley? I don't know. They all looked the same. They all smelled the same. He stood here in the doorway, and during a break, he stuck his head in the door and shook my hand. Thanks for what you've done for WQM and those great ratings, and you're just great, and et cetera. And even over there on 770 in Fort Myers, they're listening right now, for which I get paid nothing. And, well, and believe me, we're earning it. But, I mean, uh, you know, how come I didn't record that thing you wanted me to do for a week? We're forgetting. We'll, huh? do that after. we'll do that tomorrow morning. No, we won't do it afterward. We'll do it tomorrow morning. Okay. Huh? Well, it's, okay. Only, it's only the 10th of December. We have time. Yeah, I'll say happy holidays from all our uh, all you Comunista friends or something like that. All you rednecks. They love us over there in Fort Myers because it's their only contact with reality. And if you think this town is reality, <laughs> then you also believe the Beasleys are going to come up with that fill in that breach. They might fill in the breach, but not the breach you're thinking about. Now, we'll find some people. Well, you bet. You will find some high rollers out there. And by the way, by the way, speaking of cheap people that haven't donated a dime, that keep threatening to give me a donation to Center One, I'm racking my brain. I don't, I don't want to, uh, you know, make any accusations. I'm trying to think if a certain person I know who's losing his hair and is out getting the uh, newspaper in his bathrobe every morning out there in Coral Springs or whatever they can, huh? Has, has the rim man come up with a check yet? No. And then George is laughing harder now than when I mentioned the Beasley's coming up with some cash. No. Rim, Rimmer? Come up with any money yet for Center One? No. God almighty. what? Oh, my God. I'm not demanding a lot. All I request is a check from him for Center One in the amount of the meal, to the equivalent of the meals that I bought for Rimmer and his wife over the last five and a half years. Now George is on the floor peeing on the floor. He is actually peeing on the floor squirt, squirt. in the other room, okay? 
I mean, what could that be? More what? Four or five grand? How oh, that'd give us a big goose. I, I bet you that check will be here before you know it. Jeff Rimmer. And what about Denise Potvin? <laughs> huh? I mean, you know, if he knows what's good for him and doesn't want me to rip him on the ear anymore and play that Potvin uh, song that we play every now and then, you'd think that he'd cough up with four or five hundred. Big shooter like him, Hall of Flamer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. How about somebody in the organization over there? And you know something? You can say whatever you want, Rimmer, about the Beezer. But the Beezer, I remember when we did that thing at Pompano Park, the Beezer is a guy that uh, did a lot for charity, okay? In fact, I think he helped us out one year with whatever we were doing. Yeah, he do don't you remember one year he donated a uh, jersey he signed? Yes, that's right. We got a lot of cash for that, for our fundraiser from the Beezer. How do you like that, Rimmer, you phony baloney, you cheapskate? The Beezer, you can knock him all you want. And, yes, he did play a crappy game a couple of nights ago, but at least for crying out loud, he helped us out. How about the Panther organization? How come we don't have, like, a whole bunch of Panther uh, jerseys to uh, auction off? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that to raise money for Center One. Wouldn't that be great? Uh -huh. I mean, we, we need some assistance, okay? We need some help. As Rick Riley would say, I need some help in these last 21 days. That sounds exactly like three weeks right to the day to me to raise another 20 grand. And we're coming up with all kinds of creative and neat and useful and good ways to do it. And we're squeezing it very slowly and gently. We're squeezing it, and the money, too. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hello there. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. I, wa I want to go off of sports for just one minute. Oh, please. Can we do that? I'm I want to get this. I want to get this right because I can't believe what I read. What is that? In um, you know during the uh, the past election, you know how the Republicans got stomped. Yes. All right, let's take they this took out. it right up the old uh, found <laughs> hole. Yeah. Let's take this out on the uh, candidates. One uh, superior court judge from North Carolina lost to they have they get elected up there, not like here. They right. Get, are you uh, talking about the guy that came out of the closet? He came out of the closet, and not only did he profess his being born again, yeah. which they, uh, you know, they uh, slapped him for that, but when he came out of the closet after he lost, they said that he betrayed the party and, the, and he, that he's fired. How do you fire somebody from the party? Right, he's fired from the Republican, Republican Party. Republican right. Party. Well, you know that there's... There's no fact... North Carolina. Well, I didn't do that very well, but anyway. That's okay. But the thing is, these, there's no fact in... North Carolina. North Carolina. That, was, that was better. But the thing is, how can these people, they say they're tolerant. Who, who's they? they? Who says they're tolerant? They do. Republicans say they're tolerant? Yes. No, you don't understand. Intolerance is like the first word in their credo. That's uh, that's right up there on the top of the list. Not if you ask Rob Barr. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, I'll let you go. Deutschland It's Okay, pal. Right. Swing, uh, swing that passport right into your left hand. We have an open line in uh, one place, one open line in another place. We got lines all over the goddamn place. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. We got the award winning Hank Goldberg show at two o'clock. We got the Boogster, Mr. Orangehead at six. We got Eddie Kaplan for all you real degenerate gamblers out there as we get closer and closer to this big football weekend. Oh my God. They're out there squeezing themselves. And, you know, I don't understand why it is. I don't want to mess with that morning show, although somebody needs to. I don't want to mess with that show. But why do they keep talking to that Dave guy, that Jets fan, every day? The little dog this morning was saying he calls them every day, which he does, and does the same stupid stuff. And every day uh, Joe tells him about, you know, his uh, brother-in-law is going to beat him up and meet him by Shula's statue and all this other crap. Remember when we first started here and he had that, that old fossil down there in Key West? What was his name? And then he tried to call me that one day, and I finally succeeded. Nice going, Neil. Neil, God. Into convincing them that uh, he was a terminal boring caller, just like Dave the Jets fan, okay? Tell J uh, Dave the Jets fan <laughs> and butch up a little bit, okay? Man, that's Joe Rose. 
We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 1256 on your neurotic station, 560 WQAM. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's the one to do our... <laughs> After one at 560 WQM, happy Thursday from all your good paisans over here at the Neurotic Radio. Boy, we're neurotic about that big game Sunday. Are we neurotic about it? No. We got 200 open lines on the phone that we're neurotic about. Uh-huh. Yes, we are. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Don't forget, Chris uh, Reed, the nephew, is over there with a QAM van on the corner of University and Broward Boulevard and Plantation, right by the Shell Station there on the northeast corner, which you all know very, very well, right next to the uh, Plantation Animal Hospital or whatever that place is. And right across from the convenience store there on the corner where the plantation cops make the best coffee in town every night. And he's got the best in the LCDs and cassettes and T-shirts and dolphin T-shirts, which we give a free uh, dolphin T-shirt to everybody that donates uh, anything to us. And we'll also take checks, by the way, for those people that just want to donate to Center One and not go over there and uh, hop up any of the other good stuff. We'll be glad to take your money in any amount. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Listen to this. I'm listening. All right. I'll tell you one thing. You couldn't sing it as well as Bob Lincoln. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Okay, one call left on the board. It's very, it's quite an omen that this guy was playing Elvis right there because I think we're going to be having an Elvis concert in just a second or two. Let's take that last call and open up the door for the king. Here's North Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? I'm doing okay. Listen, uh, everybody should run out of gas here, baby. Starting to run out of steam this crowd. Everybody should be fired up for Sunday because the Jets are in town. Okay, great. Like I said, hey, ladies, you going to be applying for a loan anytime soon? Maybe shopping for a car or going to the boss and asking for a raise. Whatever it is, you want every advantage you can get, don't you? Well, of course you do. So you need stuff. You'll understand in a minute. You see, as a woman, it's not very difficult to get pretty much everything you want. You just need the right equipment. Enter stuff. You see, stuff is a brand name tissue designed especially for you to stuff with. Unlike traditional tissues, stuff tissues are both thick and soft. And while they might do a great job on your nose, they do an even better job of conforming to your breasts. So why waste all that money for the plastic surgeon when all you need is stuff? Because remember, no matter what you want, if you're as dumb as you look, you might as well stuff. And don't forget Stuff Plus if you've got a flat ass. Okay, four minutes after one at QM. Here's our last call of the day. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh... You aren't lying, man. I just, I just dialed the phone and got right in there. You're the only caller I got, man. You're it. <laughs> Audience, just, they just died. Started uh, at noon, and it's getting progressively worse as we approach that 2 o'clock hour. They just ran out of material. It's incredible.
incredible. It's well, incredible to me, but talk. ask me if I'm used to it. Am I used to it? Well, yeah, I, yes, I'm used I, li- to it. I, I listen every day, and I, I'll tell you what, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I really don't Neither know. Neither do I, but boy, that check is sure a great incentive, man. <laughs> it is. Uh, You're the only call on the board. You're the only single one. We've got 82 million people out there listening right now. You're the only person that even cares to speak to me that's got anything to say. Even if you don't have anything to say, you're the only one that cares enough to send your very uh, fill-in-the-blank, whatever you got, best, worst, anything in between. You're the only one. Doesn't that make you feel like special, sir? Yes, it does. It makes my day. Stand out from the crowd. You're the only damn. we got one other goofball on there from Lantana, and that's it. These people just uh, got no material. Nothing. Neil, I was at we got the, the president on the verge. We got a uh, we got a lynch mob up there in Washington, ready to impeach the goddamn president, who everybody uh, wishes would stay there. And uh, you know, we got an arena that we spent two hundred million dollars that's got more problems than Carter's got pills. These people don't give a crap about anything except getting a free uh, truck. Yep, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> we got fifty million letters in the other room out there from people who took the effort to put a stamp on an envelope and mail it out. Fifty, fifty trillion letters from entries. People want to win a goddamn truck with the dolphin autographs on it. That's right. If you saw this nobody mon- will call you, Neil. That's right. Nobody, they nobody they don't care enough to send their very anything. That's this crowd. That's that's the audience I've been burdened with for 23 years. A bunch of deadheads. They listen. That's great. Right. I appreciate that. But they got nothing to say. I give you a lot of credit because you're you're Me definitely too. a strong man to put up. With. <clears throat> that's right. I've got a big you know, paycheck to put up with it. Well, that's the, that's what it is. I mean, that's like I said, that's well, the only more, Neil. that's the only redeeming thing more. is that check every uh, 15 days. <laughs> Believe me, I'm not kidding you, man. I'm not yanking your chain. That's the only thing that makes it worthwhile. Well, I don't know. I I hear a lot of people that like you, so. Uh, Oh, they, they love me. They just don't want to talk to me. Okay, well, they don't want to talk to me. I got bad BR or something. I don't know what it is. You got you got to remember one thing. You know, we're in South Florida, and everybody is working really hard to stay above water here. <laughs> yeah, they're working real hard. Yeah, especially at Eckridge. Okay, pal, have a great holiday. Bye. And thanks thanks for being a one guy. Now they're all on there all of a sudden because now they don't want to feel left out. Every time we go into a break, I mean, first of all, we're just praying for December to end. Just praying, I am. <clears throat> because I am promised, I'm assured, that when it comes to be January, we'll have no spots radio. And then we don't have to... Because basically now we've got an impossible format on this radio station where every time we go to a break, it's like going to a newscast. Don't start messing with that sales manager up there because she's got all the naked pictures, okay? So don't mess with her. With screw Ann. We're up to 525. All right! <laughs> God! And what do we have before? So that's an additional 205. I'm keeping a tally like we're doing a goddamn radiothon here. 79,451. You know something? We've got 53 minutes left in the hour. Wouldn't it be great if we got to actually... I mean, because I know we're over 80,000 because this doesn't count the Internet and whatever is in the stores and border this week because it's already Thursday. But, I mean, just on paper, we could actually theoretically go over 80 grand. Today we need another 549 bucks. Are you counting the uh, checks and stuff in the office? Yes, I'm counting the checks. I'm counting every single... Believe me, mister, I'm tallying, I'm writing, I'm squeezing every nickel and dime to try to get this thing up to a hundred grand and i'm going to do it okay i am going to do it if it's the last goddamn thing that i do i am going to do it in spite of the fact that we got a sales manager up there that sent us out to places the size of a broom closet in spite of her we'll still do it here's lantana hello please don't put down the king buddy i'll be down there soon thank you very much okay thank you so much there's a guy another guy with nothing to say Two open lines in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th. Put down the king. I'm playing the music today, baby. That's right. Like that one from Westland, Suspicious Behind. Isn't that what it's called? Suspicious. Uh... Yeah, something like that. That's why, they, that's why they got all the vice cops down there in Westland, because there's too many suspicious 
Okay, let's go to uh, Kendall. Hello. Neil, yes, this sir. is Rob from Kendall. I want to call and wish you a happy Hanukkah. Well, back to you, Rob. Happy uh, New Year. Happy uh, Merry. Happy Merry. Although I'm a, I'm a good Jew, so happy Hanukkah is a good one for me. Okay, happy Chinooka then. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm still laughing from that last guy that called that says we're working too hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's he must know South Florida like a rubber glove. Man. Oh, man, we just enjoy sitting around listening to you ragging on all these Exactly. Seasons. Work is a, a dirty word in this town, man. We don't want to do it. I'll tell you what, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but Elvis, Elvis you know, he had an all right voice, but no more than any other redneck that gets up there and... Yeah, any other redneck from Tupelo, Mississippi, I would agree with that. Exactly. We got a lot of people out here sing a hell of a lot better. Amen. But no, I was watching a game last night, and I was having a hard. I knew once we got that lead, I was just counting the minutes. I looked at my roommate and said, "Let's give them about ten minutes before we get it tied again." Oh, that was that was brutal, man. That you, you're but you're right. You could smell it coming. You knew it was just a matter of time. There was a stench of uh, something in that place. Yeah. Thank God for Ray Whitney, baby. There's a real guy for you. I saw that. I knew you like that. He's a sweetheart. I also wanted to sponsor $20 for you from our store, Happy Books, down in Kendall. And thank you so much. And uh, it's a good cause, and we wish you the best of luck. Thanks a lot, amigo. And uh, I know you'll get a lot more calls after me because you're a great guy. Yes, I am. And Happy New Year. Hey, you too. And enough of the sucking. Exactly. Okay, see yeah. you. See you. Okay, there's a good guy from down in Kendall. Oh. Give yourself a little plug. No problem with that. <sighs> Boy. Have to work really hard in this town. Anybody that says that I'm overpaid, and I got news for it, I can actually spell my own name, both my own names. That's quite an accomplishment when you have two names you can spell them both. How do you like that? Nice going, Neil. Oh! Ten minutes after one at five sixty WQAM. There's been a major setback today for the NBA lockout. Player representative Shufro Abdul Kingfish. Oh well, uh, a player four, and he blows up he he officially his contract. Uh, he was Okay, it's a 115 at 560 WQM. And by the way, if you play your cards right, I might even be real nice this year and not tell your kids that you lied to them and there's no Santa Claus. This could be the first year in 100 years. What? Stop, you're ripping off my 20 minutes on Friday. Oh. Like I said, there is a Santa Claus. And yes, Virginia, there are uh, a lot of... Dumb jacks. ...out there. Okay, here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. Mobile in Kendall. Going once. <laughs> going twice. Long gone. Where are we going now? Where are we going to give it a shot? Let's give it a shot. Anywhere, I guess. Here's a mobile in uh, Hialeah. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Maybe I never pressed that down. Yes, sir. I was down behind the, I was just working in Hialeah, I live in Palm Beach, but uh, behind the Home Depot, they had yeah. a bunch of old Christmas trees, mm -hmm. and they, you know, I mean, they were kind of raggedy looking, not, I mean, they had lots, had a couple broken branches and stuff, but just so nobody else can grab them and use them, like somebody who doesn't have any money to pay like 80 bucks for a tree, right. they spray paint them red, take that red paint and just spray paint all the trees. Why, just why, sitting back why do they do that? So that nobody else can use them. What a bunch of assholes. Yeah. My exactly. Isn't that great? Well, maybe they can take them to uh, Castro and, you know, they can celebrate a red Christmas. I mean, you know, I mean, if you price them, probably a bunch of communists. Okay, thanks for the good news. 
Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. I never pressed that button, Don. I think on a mobile in Kendall. Are you there now? I'm here. And I'm here now. The payphone. Sorry about that. It's all right. Um, I'm calling, first of all, I want to thank you for uh, tickets. You gave me tickets uh, about two weeks ago. For? For the Dolphins. Oh, great. And uh, I know that you usually give them out, but you never hear from people again. Very rarely. You're a rare exception, and right. God bless you. Thank you very much. Uh, one, one thing that I wanted to say was not many of us have fortunate enough to make it to all the uh, sporting events in town. Right. Uh, we don't have the money or mm -hmm. the time or whatever. And nobody's buying you any tickets, right? But usually usually when we are able to go, both me and my wife, we make the best of it. Uh, we've gone to a few Panthers games, and it's, it's until the last person leaves the ice, that's when we leave. There you um, go. Uh, basically, it's, it's your team. Enjoy it, you know. Um, the last time, uh, one of the times that I went to a Dolphins game this year, we were, uh, a friend of ours gave us, they, they have uh, season tickets on the 154, 150. Mm -hmm, right. I mean, great seats right there, uh, one of the low rows. And uh, this lady sitting next to me with all this jewelry and, uh, I mean, obviously she, she was loaded. She turned to me and said, we've had season tickets here for I don't know how many years, and uh, I don't understand the game. Can you let me know when I should be excited? Yeah. So tell her, tell her when somebody grabs some of that jewelry and runs off. That's when she should start getting real animated. I couldn't believe it when she told me that. So when uh, the other team scored a touchdown, I said, like, go ahead, get up and scream. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole world just booed her. Yeah, that, that's uh, South Florida sports fans for It was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. So once again, thanks a lot. And uh, Glad you had a good time. Okay, I'm back Bye -bye. for you. Okay, there's a guy who cares enough to send his very best. We do something nice for him. He does something nice for us. That's the way it goes. One hand washes uh, the other. Uh, Rectum. That's right. We have an open line of date one in Broward, 5670560 in pound 560 <laughs> on the AT&T wireless line. I'm getting choked up. I'm getting emotional. How are we doing over there in uh, University Drive Land? We don't know. Well, maybe Chris is real busy now. That would be a good sign. Seriously, if we had a whole bunch of people flock over there, we could raise another 560 bucks before our 2 o'clock comes today and officially put us over the 80 grand total, which would put us way over, I'm sure. Wouldn't that be a nice thing if we could do that? Uh-huh. Are we going to do it? No. Uh, hey, listen, keep a stiff upper lip, baby. Keep a smile on your puss. Be optimistic. I bet you they're lined up from there all the way to goddamn Oakland Park Boulevard. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Hello. What is it? Some asshole? Just an asshole? Just, just a regular, uh... He's an asshole. Oh, okay. We have an open line of date one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I always like when George starts nodding his head so hard he looks like Linda Blair, and it starts spinning around like in circles, and, uh, and he picks up the phone and says, Jimmy, why you do this to me? Yeah, and there's usually nobody on there anyway. Okay, let's go to, uh, Durrell. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Um... I'd like to comment on what you're saying uh, about how nobody cares about what's going on in the government and stuff like that. They like, don't. Uh, you're right, but I'd like to give you my reason for not caring, and that is that uh, I just don't have the time. You know, uh, I spend maybe 50 hours a week at work. I got two kids. I got to mm -hmm. say a couple of words to the wife. Um, when do I have time to to make a phone call? To make a phone call to whom? To maybe uh, somebody in Congress, like your representative. What I would really like is a government that's totally boring, that that that, that isn't worthy of 24-hour-a-day coverage, holding hearings about every goddamn thing that exactly, goes on. Exactly, but, but that's the point. We have a crisis now because the rest of the country is, is asleep and in a coma, and they're busy trying to get their Furbies out there for little pain-in-the-ass kids. And in the meantime, we got a bunch of right-wing lunatics up there who've turned themselves into a massive lynch mob, and they're on the verge of uh, doing something that nobody wants to see happen, and everybody is uh, busy doing other crap.
this country is a disgrace. Yes. It is a cancer on the world. Right. If, 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 if the rest of the world was smart, they would build an enormous wall around this country. No, no, we've already done that. It's called the Atlantic Ocean and the Pacific Ocean. It's already happened. Nature did that. It's not good enough because Americana gets out to the rest of the world. And yeah. Of everything yeah, else like McDonald's good. and pizza. You're right. Good point. Okay, well, I'll see you on wherever you're going. Okay, we have an open line of day one at Broward, five, six, it's not communista, communista, communista. That's right, all you old Julios out there, that sounded like a communista. I trace that number and uh, find out what's going on with this guy, okay? Sounds too subversive for this town. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T wireless line. I bet you they're just slinging money at Chris right now. They're slinging cash. They're slinging whatever they got. That's right. Probably have to towel himself off when he leaves that joint. Here's a mobile in uh, Dania. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, I can tell you this story. I took my uh, 10-year-old daughter to her first hockey game against uh, Carolina last week. Saturday, yeah. Yeah, so you know what she spent the game doing? I bought her a program, and she spent the game trying to decide which Panthers were the cutest. Yeah, besides Ray Whitney, yeah. Well, well, what would you guess the three cutest guys were? Well, I mean, I know the only two that uh, I would say are good-looking guys is uh, Ray Whitney and uh, Billy Lindsay, but other than that. She liked uh, old Niedermeyer. Yeah, Robbie's okay. He's uh, got a got a schnoz problem. Yeah, the, but she liked the three of them, and she had the crowd all around her agreeing oh, with in her. In other words, I was right about Ray Whitney and Bill Lindsay? Yeah, absolutely. Well, your daughter's got impeccable taste. She does. And, and, tell I, her, and tell her that Robbie is much too busy anyway. Robbie's way too busy with that, right? With Nikki, yeah. Yeah, Nikki, listen, one Nikki, more Nikki, thing. Nikki, yeah. um, I think we should do a Niedermeyer for Niedermeyer trade. No, there you go. I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> the good the good Niedermeyer against the evil Niedermeyer, right. That's right. See okay, ya. pal, see ya. Yeah, but they'll be making a big star to dance. Of course, they don't understand the goal Robbie scored last night was thanks to that brilliant pass by Ray Whitney. I mean, I could have scored that. Nice going there, Ray. And and by the way, keep in mind, our coach don't like him as a player. I mean, uh, what is that all about? Maybe we could chip in and get the uh, BM and TM boys, the Murray boys, like a twin lobotomy for the holidays. That would sound good to me. Uh-huh. They could use it. You don't know which side your butter is breaded on, uh, Terry. I'll tell you that right now. Ray Whitney is God. Make no mistake about that. Even if he didn't look good, which he does. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How you doing, Neil? Great. Uh, Never been Car- better, sir. Great. Hey, Terry Carter is still such oh, a liability. Stiff. How'd you like that giveaway last night in the offensive zone, huh? Stick? I think you need to stick him on his glove. Oh, he's brutal. And, uh, I, 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 was, I was screaming him on that giveaway. And then, of course, you know, the guy's all alone. It's like one-on-one with Burke. And it's in the net. Burke couldn't stop a watermelon. I don't know who scored that. Hassa, was that his first goal? What a slap shot. Yeah, that Burke was great. Was, uh, no, he was Burke like, had no chance. He, uh, he, when he looked up, it was already uh, two feet behind. Great shot. Great shot. Um, Scott Mellenby, that uh, penalty, it was like two. If he could have waited like five minutes. Yeah, well, you took, a, you took a goal away from little Ray Whitney there, Scott. We're pretty upset about that, okay? I, we I, like you, Scott, but you took a goal away from our hero. Exactly. I was down at that end, and he was going after Pitlick, and yeah. it was nowhere near the play like yeah, he, that. Yeah, that was just a stupid. In fact, Scott spent too much time in a box there last night. Come oh, on, yeah, Scott. and he had another one, too, later on in the second period. Yeah, a period, dumb one, yeah. I don't know. Don't hey, be one again, pal, and fuck all the other stuff. Go ahead. Um, John, John Roberts, you're a douchebag. And don't forget Special Ed, too. Thank you. Okay, and have a great day. Yeah, Special Ed coughed one up real good last night, and then, of course, Gordon Murphy, uh, who was it that went around him? It was Radek Bonk went around him like he was like a statue there. Nice going there, Gordy. Howdy doody. He's okay. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, what's happening, man? Same old Listen, uh, Same old one of my stuff. coworkers told me that you guys are doing a driver picking up uh, uh, stuff where I can get the CD, and, you know, they're giving away stuff in plantation somewhere. They're giving it away? No, well, that's what he I mean, said. But no, I'm we're not giving I'm it away. We're taking donations, yeah. Well, I'm interested in getting the CD. That's what I'm interested right. in. Right. Corner University in the Broward. When is that? 
right now. Oh, it's going on right now? But you're, where are you right now? No, man, I'm in North Miami. Oh. I am uh, really far away. Well, if I you're in North like Miami, then why don't you go to uh, the borders over there by Aventura? Oh, they got it there, too? Yes, they do. How far are you in your years? Like, 93, 94? No, no, they just, they just got the new ones, which, believe me, you don't want the old ones. You want the new stuff. The new stuff? Yes, sir. Trust I, me. Oh, yeah? I'd just like to say great show, Neil. I just like to say, great show. Uh, listen to you every day, and uh, I just wish you had more people to call in with uh, something really worth listening to. Because exactly. man, this town is dead. Well, you got to understand where we are. Okay, pal, have a great holiday. Call douchebag. Yes, sir. Uh, Mike, Ultimate Textiles, you're a douchebag. Okay, see ya. And what did you just say? We're going to do Kendall tomorrow. We're going to be doing this every day. And all right, we're going to be doing this every day right through. Nice, thank you, Chris, and thank you, Sam the Sham. See, I told you we'd butch these guys up a little bit in spite of those two Nazis upstairs. No, seriously, these guys have good intentions. They just need a little, uh, especially Sam, a little prod. That's all a little kick in the ass. <clears throat> a little threat every now and then wouldn't hurt. No, seriously, they're, they're great. They're going to help put us over the top and get us to Sam's goal of $10 million. Has nobody said $25 million? Something like that. Every day tomorrow they'll be in Kendall. So that guy that called a minute ago, was it this last guy? I don't know. I can't keep track because we're so inundated with two or three calls. But uh, we'll be down there in Kendall with our best of stuff tomorrow so we're just gonna we're just gonna go nuts we're gonna raise so much money this next uh, three weeks that it's gonna make your eyes pop because i know a lot of people out there are saying oh you'll never get to that hundred grand Neil you yeah right you watch me okay <laughs> you watch well i'm gagging on it i think nick put something special in that stogie today something really good 126 at 560 wqam get down on your hands and knees and lick my boots Right. Missed the toilet last night. <laughs> all over the floor. Okay. Wiped it up with my washcloth. Oh! Don't wash my face much anymore. Went to whiz in the sink. Quirk, quirk. Pissed all over the floor. Oh! Mopped it up with my toothbrush. Don't brush my teeth much, also. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Yeah! Oh, my God. 131 at 560 WQM, just a half hour away from the award winning Hank Goldberg show, and then Booster at 6 at Capital at 10. And we just keep uh, pouring out the stuff over and over again because you've got to make a living. Well, Frank Sinatra died, what was it, back in February? He bit the big one? So can Joe DiMaggio be far behind? No. I mean, I don't want to burst your bubble. I know that there are a lot of people very, very distraught about this, including Morris Engelberg, and we keep reading his comments every day in the newspaper and hearing them on the newscast at night, like this is something tremendously important. I think that's a good poll question. We usually try to have a poll question for you every day. That's our poll question today. Who is the greater icon? Who is the greater hero in American uh, history? Elvis Presley or Joe DiMaggio? See, and I shouldn't have said was because it makes it sound like DiMaggio's already dead. He's close. Who was the greater, you know, isn't that an excellent question? Elvis Presley, Elvis, uh -huh. or Joe DiMaggio? No. Huh? What do you think? You didn't like either one of them? Well, you don't, now you don't hate Elvis, do you? Just because he wasn't nothing Cuban. Personal. Huh? Nothing personal. Oh, but you don't dislike his music, do you? Some no, of he was uh, adequate. Yeah, I'm, and look, I'm not saying that he was what these other people make him out to be, these people who have no lives, and they got their Elvis blow-up dolls and keep slipping to Graceland because uh, they're tired of the sawgrass or whatever. <clears throat> but um, he was pretty good. He had a shtick. He was a performer. He, exactly. He had his shtick. Colonel Parker made his shtick. 
he invented a shtick. Everybody's got to have a shtick. And he created the shtick, and Elvis did it very, very well, and he developed a tremendous following, and he swiveled his hips, and he looked pretty damn good until he got fat and bloated and distended, etc. Here's uh, South Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. If you'd asked that question last night at 10.30, I'd have said, Ray Whitney. Thank you, Ray Whitney. Yes, sir. Did he come through or not? He's the greatest, baby. What a goal. What a breakaway. Ray Whitney has a pair. Great pass by Spala, but Ray had to stick it in there, baby. And That's Ray, exactly uh, what he did. He knows how to stick it in there. Neil, I just wanted to, of all the years I've watched hockey, I have never heard or seen or a game where four power plays on a, on a no, four I, goals on a major penalty. The only penalty. one I can recall, we were talking about this last night, the only one we recall was St. Louis and the Kings in the playoffs last year when right. the Kings had that big lead late in the game, and the same thing happened. Well, I heard, and I know it's years ago, but uh, <clears> it was either Toronto or Montreal playing the Bruins, and Dan Kelly, who was a good announcer, yes, was doing it. I heard, right. I heard three goals. I was watching, that's ESPN was just starting, but right. that's what I remember. I just wanted to tell you that I split season tickets. I've been a season ticket holder six years, and we'll be at the Calgary game. We're going to bring a couple of toys, like those ads that you've been running, you know, for the children. But mm -hmm. we thought we've been listening to everyone else, and we haven't been a part. We're going to bring you a check for Center One because as good as the toy drive is, you know, Center One is, you know, they're all around, and I, I guess it's a good cause. So we're going to we'll bring you a check and bring it up to your seat. Okay. We feel that's the right thing to do. Thanks a lot. So good luck tomorrow. Okay, thanks very much. Okay, we have an open Good luck tomorrow on what? What is tomorrow? What do you mean by that? Good luck tomorrow? Huh? Mm -hmm. Okay, we have no. He's a good guy. He's going to bring some cash. But we have an open line at date five six seven oh five sixty. How are we doing out there? Have we heard from uh, Chris. He must be busy, man. He must be real busy. I'm telling you, he must be. Why are you smiling? Why do you do that? You have you have little less faith than he's got. Always the same thing when we do these deals. You start out real slow because people aren't all... All of our audience, unfortunately, is not there on the corner of University uh, Drive and Broward Boulevard in Plantation. I would say a big percentage of our audience is uh, pretty close. They're in Plantation. They're in the Acres. They're in Weston. They're in Sunrise. Uh -huh. They're in, uh, you know... And we got like 20 or 30 people in Dade. And we'll find out tomorrow in Kendall. See, this is a good test in Kendall because you won't have to be intimidated by seeing me at Kendall like we were at Borders down there. And uh, you can go see Chris Reed, who's a good all-American guy. All those Julios that are terrified of me, scared to death. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I was out walking my golden retriever last night, and I caught a little bit of the game on the radio. Right. In the second period, Chris Moore says, oh, the crowd's really fired up now. They're doing the wave. Oh, no, when I heard you say something about the wave today, I, I guess it just hit me. That, that proves what I've always said about that. Moron. He really is. They didn't even do that in the arena. No. The Miami arena. No, and in the first two years they did, back in the beginning when nobody understood what the game was all about, and back when the wave was still, like, almost acceptable, uh, they, were, they were doing that a little bit, and then we embarrassed them out of doing it. And now they're regressing. They're, they're taking gigantic steps backward. Right. Maybe with the ambiance, with the clock out and the, uh, all the other things that were going on, maybe that's what uh, took them back in time. I'm a guy who found something good about the sawgrass. Yeah. I can park my car there during the games and beat Baldy out of the 10 bucks. Oh, no, no, they're not, because uh, somebody said they were towing cars away. And well, they, they, they stand out there and they kind of look like, you know, they're driving, but you can still get away with it. Now, now what time does the sawgrass close? 10. 10. So you figure for employees to file out and whatnot. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it may even be later during, the, but uh, I've been right. doing it every game so far if I target I, I think that's a great idea. Yep. And uh, one other thing, I don't know if you mentioned uh, about Ben Coates. Did you mention that? Did I mention what about Ben He Coates? was in court yesterday hey, about... Welcome to ball, motherfucker. Yeah. 
but he beat up his wife or, or his girlfriend. Right. And uh, while he was in court, they found out that his mother passed away. That was in the paper this morning. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, so I thought that might have fit in with that bit a little bit. It's unfortunate for him. Get away from the ball, motherfucker. He shouldn't have been beating up the lady. That, yeah, I, I think that's a good point. And in closing, have you ever seen Rodney Dangerfield and Rick Jenneret together? Good point. All right. Okay, see. And with Jim Lorenz. We're up to 835. Oh, my God, we're going to do it. And Chris has a goal of 1,000 before 2 o'clock. No, no, wait a minute. Oh, we're up to 835? Yes. Oh, that's the total. See, now, now I'm confused. What did we have before? What's the last number you gave me? Uh, I don't know. Well, that's no good. Let's see. 180, 320. We had 525. And now what, what is it? Eight what? 835. 35. So we've got another 310 bucks. Well, we could do this, baby. 167, 79,761. He's got a goal of what? No, well, I'll tell you exactly what we need. We need another $239 in the next 23 minutes out there. So 240, that's 12. That's just 12 people. Or six people if they bought, you know, the best of both parts or whatever they get. Why wouldn't people buy both? Well, they should. Like the lady that came to the restaurant, which one should I well, get? Well, maybe she didn't. Not they everybody match. can afford. Like, not okay. everybody has 40 bucks. That, you know, we're not all big shots like you are, okay? That has somebody paying for our whole life. Not, not everybody's a big shot, a big, uh, you know, spender. That's getting paid for a show that, that we're not even doing anymore. I mean, you know, not everybody's in that category. But that would be great. We're 241. That should be like falling off a log between now 22 minutes. I guarantee you we're going to do it. Come on, all our friends up there in Plantation, in Sunrise, all you old farts in Sunrise, pull into that Shell station, okay? <clears throat> that's, a, that's a good station, too, by the way. Yeah, I used to get gas there years ago when I was doing business with Shell. Why did I stop doing business with Shell? To be honest with you, I don't know. What kind of gas do you get, Neil? None of your business. Mostly mobile. Why do you go to mobile? Well, because they have a lot of fish food. 21 before 2 at 5, 6. What are you laughing about? They got lots. Of, that's a great place for fish food. Mobile station there on Flamingo, right by 595. Always got fish food, fish sticks. That's what we care about. Oh. We don't care what kind of watery gas they might have. We want, in fact, if you eat enough fish food, you'll have <laughs> watery gas. 21 before, or watery something, 21 till 2 at 560 WQM. While spending the remainder of your golden years in the land of death, the one thing you have to depend on is your car. With Jew Canoe Theft on the Rise, the people who brought you a big black guy named Ben Car Alarm now bring you an old Jewish guy named Isaac. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. <laughs> Remember when we used to post them back in Caribbean? Yeah, yeah. We ought to get a bundle for this baby. Yeah. The white ones are cooler. Yeah. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. What the hell is that? I object seriously. Oh. Profanity like that. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. Whenever some bastard tries to steal my car, I feel safer with an old Jewish guy named Eisen. Get away from my automobile, you big MF. Get your old Jewish guy named Eisen car alarm now and receive a free flower antenna. Get away, get away, get away from my automobile, you big, big an old Jewish guy named Isaac Carlin. Now available at all their stores. 145 at 560 WQM. By popular demand, it's a classical comeback at WTMI. Oh! That idiotic letter to the editor from, uh, what was his name? Howard Woody Tanger. Howard with the Woody. 
that he wrote about the community has to rally around, and bada beep, bada bop, and those unfortunate letters to the editor and how they stayed up overnight. I was talking to uh, Scott Schwartz in our sales department, who used to, of course, be sales manager at WTMI, your pseudo-intellectual classical music station. I'm talking to Scott at the hockey game last night, and I asked him about Woody Tanger, and he said, He's an asshole, is what he said. That's that's what he said. He said he's an absolute total... Uh, he's an asshole. what Scott said. And he was smiling and laughing and puking as he said it. And I thought to myself, yeah, you know, I read his letter and I would tend to agree that he's an asshole. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. With that game last night, we really have to thank Paul Laws for taking one in the teeth for five minutes there and getting right. the power play. Yeah, that, you know, that my, uh, Mac, Mick McGoo, he was uh, out of, he calls uh, a major to four-minute penalties. He was out of control, and we thank him profusely. Right. The only thing is we should have sent uh, Vinny Frostwell back to face Laws for his penalty instead of kicking him out of the game. No, no. It's uh, keep him out of there. They got a lot of talent on that team, sir. I hate to break the news to us, but they got a lot of talent on that team. All right. Talk to you later. Okay, sir. Alexi Yashin, for crying out loud, and uh, who else did they got? They got uh, Daniel Alfredson, and uh, who am I leaving out? Who the hell am I leaving out? I, well, you know, I'm asking George, and he's looking, at, giving me that glazed look. No, uh, Dackel, Andreas Dackel, that's right. They got a lot of talent on that team. One of the best young defensemen, Wade Redden, uh, number six. One of the best defensemen in the league he will be, and already is. Talented team, but we caught him a little bit, uh, you know, off guard there in the first period. And thank God, uh, thank God for Ray Whitney. That's all I can say. Oh! See, I told you. I told you about Stu Barnes. Oh! I told you about Marty Straka. Oh! I told you about uh, Ray Whitney. Oh! And we got the uh, TM and the BM boys that we have to keep fighting, okay, to try to try to hang in there a little bit. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I can't wait when that phone rings and you get that call from Chris to tell you that we're over the uh, we have because all we needed is another two hundred and what did I say forty bucks. Which is 12. 12 times 20, last time I checked, is 240. That would officially put us over 80 grand. I mean, unofficially, I'm sure that we got uh, quite a bit more than that. But officially, I want it in hand, in my hand right now, in the money, too. I want to squeeze it. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. Uh, I wanted to say, uh, first off, your poll question. Which, uh, Elvis Presley or DiMaggio? Thank God we got one person that responds to a very important poll. I don't know. It's kind of close. One sleeps with his mother. One got to sleep with Marilyn Monroe. Right. So, uh... Well, Marilyn looked a lot better than Gladys, I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, I Trust think... Trust me. Yeah, I, I guess I'll go with Elvis. All right, there you go. Oh! So, uh, where, where's he at now? Where's who at? Elvis? <laughs> In a box. The Colonel. Oh, who? The Colonel? Yeah. Isn't the Colonel dead? I guess. I'm pretty, it's another one of those guys that I keep convincing myself he died, and then every time I say that on the air, it's like, oh, no, he's still alive. I'm pretty sure the colonel croaked. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, but, uh, yeah, I think he did, too. Um, but, uh, okay, I'm not even sure. I think he sleeps with the fishes. Okay, see ya. Maybe he sleeps with, uh, maybe he sleeps with Colonel, uh, what's his name? Colonel, uh, what the hell is his name? Clink? No, no, Colonel from Kentucky Fried. Sanders. Colonel Sanders. See how quickly they forget? We're at 995. Oh my God! We need five. Well, wait a minute. We're 995. What? No, that. Wait a minute. That's the total. So, so that's another 160. See, that's the way I'm doing it. Oh my God! 12. Nine. We need another 79 dollars. That's four pieces, four 20 dollar bills in the next 11 and a half minutes. Can we do it? No. We can do it. Even a guy on his bike came by. Guy came by on his bike. Some schlepper on a bike. Thank you, guy. A schlepper on your bike. Thank you very much. Here's a fax, by the way, that says kudos to Hank. The other day he ripped Morris. This is Morris Engelberg. He's talking Engelberg, Humperdinck. Morris Engelberg, another ass for keeping Joe DiMaggio from the public for many years, but now he can't keep himself or Joe out of the media. It says you should see all the memorabilia that Morris has in his home under lock and key with alarm security. It's like a buzzard hovering. There you go. Morris Engelberg, he's got all that Jody memorabilia and Belia. 
And all of a sudden, he's opening every time you turn around. Yeah, worse than Denise Ponte. Can't shut up for a minute. Let the poor guy die in peace already, will you, Morris? What, do you, what can you say about Morris? He's an asshole. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello? Hey, Neil. How you doing, buddy? Great. Good. Did, they tell you, did you, anybody call and tell you who started this stupid wave? No. Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, somebody said the uh, Yeah, Panther the brigade. Patrol. Yeah, yeah the, those the, idiots. The T-shirt patrol. Yeah, they were out. They were in uh, the lower bowl, 114, where we were sitting. You know something? Those guys are another impediment. You would think that since we left the Miami Arena, which was kind of like uh, you know a stepping stone to the big time, and now we got this big allegedly a uh, professional place that we could outgrow that garbage. Yeah, it's right. like outgrowing a training bra. You know, or like a little tricycle. You know, sometimes you get in your tirades, and sometimes it's hard to tell what's stick and what's not. Right. But let me tell you, that was the first time I was there last night at the, oh my at the God. arena. I apologize. I personally apologize to you for the Bush League. <laughs> no, seriously, it was a Bush League presentation. But that light, I mean, even from the lower bowl, that thing is that tiny. It's just I, a bowl. I, right, and I can't see it. From where I sit, when it goes on, when it, it always looks the same because you can't see it. Whatever happened to those fire engine things? You know those. The well, yeah, yeah, you know, see, I'll, I'll say it again. I'm glad you mentioned that because did you see the, the did you see the spot that they show where Rimmer and Potvin are sitting there and talking about the Panthers? They're, gonna, they're promoting the games right. and they're saying, oh, they're going to score a lot more goals this year. And Rimmer right. says, well, why do you think that? And Potvin says, oh, well, you see the goal judge. And every time they shoot anything in that a stick, uh, he, he's he's punching a button and they show like a big real goal, red goal light, you know, that's flashing around like you'd right. be at a real hockey arena, not at the Mac Arena. So they I, show it up there, but when you look down at our place, we got like a little tiny light bulb that nobody can see. Why don't they go steal one off one of the Sunrise Fire Department? Uh, there, there you yeah. go. Excellent point. Well, I'm going to work on it over the weekend. All right. Thanks. Good idea. You know, if Wayne can't afford it, if the city of Sunrise can't afford it, if the BM boy... See, if I were them, if I'm in the organization... I would care enough about the fans, at least to try to get them, you know, because they got enough other problems. Believe me, it's going to be real, real, I mean, desperate for this team to make the playoffs. I think the chances are slim. But nevertheless, we're hoping for the best. So you got, you know, you got to do a little public relations, which I know is a bad word, anything to do with Wayne, PR. You leave off the ICK. But, uh, you know, and, and be concerned about those things. And you see, you hear all these people, including me, Saying, hey, guess what? This is bullcrap. This is Bush League. They should, they should be in there today taking care of that. In time for the Calgary game on Saturday. Saying, for crying out loud, when 10,000 of the people can't see the damn goal light or the green light go on when the period ends, then there's something wrong there. We want to make a little better presentation than that. But so far, have I seen any evidence that anybody over there cares? No. No. And that, that's what bothers me. I mean, everybody can make mistakes. Crap happens, you know. But when they just have the attitude, like, well, we don't care, just bring us your money. Bring us your money. Bastards. 152 at 560 WQ.